gamers, and welcome to episode 342 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for September 4th, 2021. We're about to hit Labor Day. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Nixon, with me as my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? Yay, happy Labor Day. So, this week was a... It was a good week, rather wise. I mean, we coming from a super hot week. Oh yeah, to a nice chill week. Yeah, downright chilly, getting to be hoodie weather. Yeah, overnight. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Uh, but I know last oh, last week we had you know the hurricane that happened, which I mean it affected like of course Louisiana mm-hmm. and the states around there, but all up here too. Yeah. Like the Northeast Coast, I mean, I heard like subways were flooded in um, Mm -hmm. New York and yeah, Jersey. Like there was a flood here in Rockville that like people had to uh, leave their homes, this apartment complex, and like I think uh, two people died or something like that. It was two people died, daughter, in that Rockville. um... Only one person. Only one person died. Okay, yeah, one person died. Uh, So. Yeah, I mean, that storm was big. I mean, mm-hmm. technically, it was stronger than Katrina. But the thing is, with Katrina is that the levees broke. Right. made it worse. They had to reinforce them so, since then, thankfully. And they held up pretty good. So that's that's good um, for that. But they're in hell of a storm. Yeah. They, I didn't expect that. I mean, I thought by the time they got up here, I mean, we'd get hard rain or mm-hmm. something. But I didn't realize the damage. It was like tornadoes. I think believe in like the Annapolis area or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, the destruction. So, yeah, it was that. That was a crazy week. It's, it's pretty bad. I feel bad for the families that got affected by that. Absolutely. You got anything you want to say? No, I'm I'm right there with you. Prayers okay. out to the families. It's it's crazy that, like you said, it came all the way up here. I mean. We in this area didn't specifically get much outside of rain, but like right around us, there were you know tornadoes touching down and stuff. It's insane what the weather's doing nowadays. I mean, it, yeah, it's a, it is insane. I mean, it's got to be something going on, right? It can't just be like, hey, this is just nature. It happens, but I mean, it is nature, but it's happening a lot frequently than yeah. I hear it in history, though. Like, I never read in history like this happening all the time. I mean, even when you see it on, like, the news and whatnot, it's always, like, this once-in-a-hundred-year storm, and then, like, a year later, it's happening again. You're like, but I thought it was only once in a hundred years. How come we're seeing it every year now? Yeah. I mean, you already seen it when, come on, look at that cold snap down in Texas mm-hmm. just, re- like, last winter. Uh, and I'm already seeing stuff CMP. about it going to be like that next year, too. And the heat wave that's ha- been happening over there in the West. And, like, the droughts they have. And Chucks, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I wish the storm would somehow move over there. It's like, hey, they, they need rain. <laughs> right. Go over there. <laughs> we just need the power to control the weather, Dominic. I know exactly, man. We haven't got the weather machines yet, man. Harness right. the hurricanes. Move them where we want them. All right, you got anything else before I move on to sports? Nah, I think it's sports. College football started. Maryland won. I'm happy. I mean, ain't really much to say to that. All I care about is Maryland. Mm-hmm. College football. <laughs> I mean, the best team won too. Alabama, they won. So, what else happened? Orioles still suck. They're still in last place. But they beat the Yankees, right? We beat. We had a one game. <laughs> 
won one game. Yeah, we won yesterday. You gotta, you gotta take your wins where you get them, Dominic. I mean, hopefully, you can win today and win the series. Yeah. I mean, I just hope you get to fifty games, man. And that's a damn sad. I mean, we should have been at fifty games. Uh, what else we got? NFL's coming up. We know it's happening. We got Thursday. We got a big game: Buccaneers and Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So this is be the one time I am rooting for Tom Brady. <laughs> Then my Washington team plays on Sunday. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a nice sports week. Uh, something I'm trying to think. Anything else big happen? I mean, you got tennis going on happening. Unfortunately, most of the Americans are out. Mm. I think I heard for the women's is one left. It sucks because I have no I have no rooting interest. It's, I I like I don't like I like I mean I don't mind watching tennis, but. Tennis is one of those sports I have to root for somebody. Mm-hmm. I guess I could root for Osaka. I mean, you just got to pick whoever the best player is that never gets out and then go full in behind them. Yeah. But I don't feel right rooting for other countries, Daniel. <laughs> I don't feel right doing that. Uh, uh, I got nothing else. Anything happening in wrestling news? Any big wrestling news? Nothing yet. I mean, tonight is the night all out's going to happen AEW's big pay-per-view and this is when we're kind of expecting to see Daniel Bryan debut so that's that's kind of we're waiting on the news to occur but right now it's all rumors and it's it's really like speculation that is almost confirmed 100% um but at the same time you still want to like temper your expectations i mean they kind of they they've done even less to tease Daniel Bryan than they have with CM Punk. Like CM Punk, they would they would throw out like his catch catchphrases and stuff. Like and just the fact that they were in Chicago and they made it like a special show. All of a sudden, you know, just like three weeks out, they were like, "We're doing this show in Chicago, and now it's going to be like the biggest show on earth and everything like that." Whereas like Daniel Bryan, the most we've really heard is. It's usually CM Punk saying something like, oh, I could use a tag team partner. Oh, is it Sunday yet when this posts? No, then I'll just keep my mouth shut. Like that kind of stuff. Um, but I'm hoping it happens. Um, hoping I'm actually awake for it because the big AEW shows usually go on like super late into the night. And I'm an old person and I just can't stay up that late anymore, Dominic. So at least I don't have to go to work in the morning with Labor Day tomorrow. So that's exciting. But unless I take a nap, like in the afternoon, it's highly unlikely that I'm <laughs> I'm gonna be able to stay up through this entire thing. Just gonna wake up and be like, "Oh yeah, that's Daniel Bryan," and then fall back asleep. All right, so I guess we move on to what we've been watching. So, of course, you got the "What If." Uh, you want to start with the "Far From Home" trailer, though? Yeah, we can talk about it that. last week. Yeah, mentioned it last week that we didn't talk about it because I had just completely forgotten about it. Um, yeah, I mean, I this is. Most of what is in there is like the big surprises is stuff that I had been reading about for a while now that they're they're kind of going in the direction of. So I'd be interested to hear your opinion on them seemingly pulling different villains from from all the different Spider-Man franchises. It looks like you have Doc Ock and Green uh, oh, Goblin. I said Far From Home. Well, what's it called, Daniel? Uh, no Way Home. That's what <laughs> No Way Home. Yeah. 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 Something, something home. Yeah. No, we're transversing back into the timeline, Dominic. We're because like I three years. I've been far from home. I was like, "Hey, this looks familiar." Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were watching the far from home yeah. trailer. What's Jake Gyllenhaal doing here? 
Yeah, but you got Alfred Molina, Molina and uh, Willem Dafoe coming back from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. It looks like you've got... Now, they didn't. you didn't see them in the trailer. Wait. See, see, you spoiled it, Daniel. Sorry. You spoiled it for me because I didn't know they were coming back. Well, they're in the trailer. I'm just going by the... No, they're not. Yes, they are. Alfred William Dafoe's like, is. Where's, where's William Dafoe? Where's William Dafoe at in the trailer? He laughs in there and you see the goblin bomb. That doesn't mean I'm going to see William Dafoe. I didn't know I was going to see William Dafoe, though. I said, oh, the goblin's in here. I mean, I don't I know. know I haven't seen him. one way, even rumor-wise, if he's like been confirmed on set or anything. I'm not, not saying that. I'm just saying oh. the speculation is that, coupled with the fact that this is happening, that he will be in there. No, I, there's no official confirmation that he's going to be there. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, because... That's that's one thing I kind of forgot about, like reading up on all this stuff is like he's dead. Like he got impaled by the goblin thingy. So, yeah, it, it's I mean, I guess I guess it could be a time machine kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know, like that, right, exactly. Or maybe even just that it's a different um, different timeline where in that timeline he survives and does whatever. But, yeah, I, it's definitely interesting. i I wonder what they're going to do with that. Are we going to see other Spider-Men as well? Um, you know, are we going to see Tobey Maguire come back as a 50-year-old Spider-Man? Are we going to get basically the live-action version of Into the Spider-Verse? And if that's the case, are we going to are they going to go in the direction of maybe like a Miles Morales? Are we going to see him even like teased in there just to go, "Hey, what's going that's on kind with of this?" Fun. With the Miles Morales thing cuz this Spider-Man is kind of just is like Peter Parker and Miles Morales put together. That's what this Spider-Man is. Is that because of like Ned and stuff? Yeah. I mean, the way, based on what I read, read from Miles Morales and what I've seen from the two Spider-Man movies, it's kind of like what Miles Morales is going through more than what uh, Peter uh, Peter Parker. Nah, gotcha. Yeah, because, I mean, you, you don't agree? I mean, he got, the, he got the Asian friend. I mean, come on, man. And yeah, but he doesn't have he like any of the powers. That, and obviously, he's not black, so he's not having any of that experience there. So I mean, no, I <laughs> just because he's not black. I'm saying well, about just, just like he's got an Asian friend. So <laughs> well, no, well, no, but yeah, but I'm just saying that he got a friend that knows his powers and right. like is his buddy. Then he has his well, his aunt, but she knows who he is. Mm. That's just like Miles Morales. His parents know who he is. Okay, they know he's Spider Man. And does everything. I, I really think they just kind of just combine that story and mix it with Peter Parker to make it. I mean, it's a good story. I like I like the idea of like, oh, he uh he doesn't have to hide it for everybody. Yeah, like he's not just alone with it. And his parent and his um actual uh well I guess not parent but uh you know like guardian his guardian yeah. uh knows who what's his identity is. Mm. And she's not saying she's so totally okay with, but hey, she's accepting of it yeah. and knows what he has to deal with. Mm. And that's how, well, like Miles Morales, that's how they are uh, with him. Yeah, I just can't believe you never noticed that. You, you, you act like it's not. I thought that was a thing that people knew. I mean, it was kind of the same. I get. I just never put the pieces together. I guess. Yeah, uh, that I do like that aspect of like him having this circle around him that actually knows who he is. So he's not, you know, there, there's a story to tell with that, like struggle by himself, but that's like, 
I don't know. It, it almost feels like that's an older generation style thing to like suffer alone. Whereas like nowadays, suffer, yeah, exactly. everyone's so connected that it would feel weird that he doesn't have anybody that he can, you know, express that to. And that's, I guess yeah. one of the interesting factors in this trailer is, you know, he, he seemingly goes to Dr. Strange to basically have the planet wiped knowing that he's Spider-Man. But then he realizes like, Oh wait, I want, Ned to know. I want uh, MJ to know. I want Aunt May to know. You know, so it, it, I'm interested to see where that goes because, like, there are comic book arcs with uh, similar things. There's like the um, I forget what they're called now. One more day, and there's another one where he actually because, like, one more day he erases his marriage with MJ to save Aunt May's life or something like that, and then there's another one where he actually asks Dr. Strange to, to basically retcon his, his identity reveal or whatever. Um, and I know some of those comics are a little iffy. People are, have, feel a certain way about them. Um, but I, I'm intrigued to see where that actually goes. Cause it, there's kind of a weird like juxtaposition with Dr. Strange too. Cause at the beginning of the trailer, he's like, kind of fun guy like i'm gonna help out peter and you know make this work because like wong's going off into the thing and he's like winking at peter like ah oh, no nah, we're totally not gonna erase the the entire world's memory of spider-man or anything like that and then by the end of the trailer he's like you know you brought this on yourself like what did you do and you know what what's going on there why did dr strange feel a certain way at the beginning. It. Is it, yeah. is it a multiverse thing? Is there like a different Dr. Strange? And yeah, I'd be, I'd be yeah. interested to see what's going on there. Yeah, that, that is, um, I'm curious, like how, how this ends, mm. how would this story end? Will like, will he, will people not remember him? Or will he be stuck in some other universe or? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's really open possibilities like mm. i i can't picture like a, a ending which is which is good it's yeah. not just like these movies hasn't been simple i mean at least the last two i mean last one like how that ended with him everybody knowing his identity i was like oh that's unexpected yeah I didn't expect that <laughs> uh and this is open up to a lot of possibilities how this could end it because it might i'm Thinking like it's not going to end like a happy ending or something. Mm. Like, hey, nobody, don't, no, everybody don't know who he is, and he's still with MJ. I just yeah. feel like if he does happen, that he fixes that nobody knows his identity. MJ don't know him again. Right. But I have a feeling it, it might be something far either worse or way off. Like mm. something different might happen um, with this whole multiverse thing. Yeah, because it's very much like this is you had Loki kind of kick that multiverse stuff up in high gear after like a little bit of a tease in WandaVision. And now this is like the next thing that seems to take advantage of that huge overarching story because I haven't seen Shang-Chi yet, but that doesn't seem that seems more like its own kind of thing. And I'm sure it's got, you know, its ties to everything else. But in the same way that like Black Widow was very much like its own thing, and sure it references these other things, but this very much seems affected by what we saw in Loki and where we're going with like a Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So I'm very intrigued to see what they're going there, and it seems like 
are they, are we moving towards like possibly also having venom introduced in this, you know, it's still a Sony franchise. Are they going to make it so that venom is another universe? I mean, I, that, that's if, and I, I couldn't see them tying it directly into the MCU, but if they were like, here's this other, you know, in the same way that they'll probably tie, you know, the Doc Ock in there, like he's from a different dimension or universe. I could see them actually doing that with that, that with Venom. I wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily be surprised by that. Yeah. So Exactly. They probably make that like, hey, that story's in another multiverse or something like that's yeah. not connected with this Spider-Man, which I, it's like I want to be connected, but then I don't because like <laughs> I said, I think Venom it's, you can't have how do you have Venom without Spider-Man like why does he look like that right. like the only reason Venom looks like the way he does is because he was attached to Spider-Man they don't like if he was attached to Spider-Man why does he have his face similar to what <laughs> Spider-Man is right. you know it's, that's weird but yeah this is cool that you see older villains <laughs> it, it really opens it up like, like yeah I mean I like the speculation of like hey you might see Tobey Maguire might see um what's the other guy name who did the last uh, one? Andrew Garfield. Yeah, Andrew Garfield. Is that that would be cool. Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, Andrew Garfield. That was called the Spectacular Spider-Man? Mhm. Okay. Uh I thought that was called something else. Uh but but yeah, that Or that no, the Amazing Spider-Man. So Yeah, that's what yeah. to say. The Spectacular <laughs> Spider-Man like, is a cartoon. That, that was yeah, yeah. This is yeah, I'm a, I'm a, a little excited for this. I'm a little excited. Seems cool. I hope it doesn't get delayed. It you know, it seems like there's still a lot of speculation out there whether it'll come why? out or not due to COVID stuff still. Just you know, no, I'm saying why 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 you can't wait any longer? Nope, can't wait any longer, Dominic. Oh okay. I need it. Now I mean around that same time we'll get like Eternals also. Um and that's that's interesting to me because those characters I just know like absolutely nothing about. Outside of what little I've read up on since they started talking about these and we've started seeing trailers. Um, and I really wonder what that movie is even going to be. In this latest trailer, we finally saw some like action y bits. So we know it's still, yeah. you know, a Marvel movie at heart. Cause before that, it just seemed like this art movie almost, like this weird indie piece, which isn't necessarily surprising, I guess, considering the director who just won an Oscar. But it, I don't know. It just seems like it's, you know, more art than superhero fluff. And it was, we finally got some of that in that trailer. So not necessarily saying that would have been a bad thing. You know, it, that's, that's one thing I do like about these MCU movies is while they are all superhero movies, they are also kind of like their own genre. It, you know, they, they don't all share the same genre of like superhero. It's like, Oh, this is a heist movie. This is, you know, a kind of suspenseful thriller type thing. I, I've liked that. So I wouldn't mind seeing them branch out into more of like a, this is a indie masterpiece kind of movie if they had a story to tell in that. But. That's why I think a lot of people are not getting bored, even though you mm-hmm. got some people saying that, oh, I'm tired of these superhero movies, but they're actually different. Yeah. So that's why I don't feel like I'm bored of them. I mean, I'm not as, I'm not like, all on them like I used to be, but I still watch them, and because I'm not, because it's not boring. It's not like oh, it's just the same thing right. as this movie. 
mm-hmm. as like they're not, they're all different. So that they, yeah, that's a good job. They did they did a good job with keeping it fresh um, with these movies. Yeah. That even even the sequels to them mm-hmm. are different than like a, a, it's the same movie. If they have a sequel, it's different from the last one. I mean, it's like a it feels fresh. So yeah, uh, yeah. good job on that. Absolutely. All right. So, what if Dominic? What did you think this week? Okay, when I first saw it, I didn't like it. Okay, I didn't like it at all. Uh, <laughs> okay, I I mean I mean it was just like because I felt like I've seen this before. Mm. See, I've seen the shows like this before. I've seen the movies even deal with this. Like a person is trying to change the past. Right. Uh, I mean. The Flash, I've seen that happen with mm-hmm. that show, and uh, it's, I think it's, it was probably a Star Trek or something like that. Maybe um, it's, it's a lot of sci-fi shows I've seen do this before. Yeah. Like, oh, I got to change it. I want to save this person or something like that. And so I was like, ah, I already know how this is going to go. Uh, even though it got more interesting that second half. Mm-hmm. Of that movie. Okay, I've already dealing with spoilers already. <laughs> so this is dealing with Doctor Strange. Let me give an overview. I mean, Doctor, this is based on Doctor Strange, but in this universe, he is with the nurse, mm-hmm. Christine. This time, like they are dating, and yeah, Christine. Her name's Christine, who played the nurse in the original Doctor Strange. So now they're in the car together, going to get his award. And when the car crashes, he doesn't mess up his hands. He comes out, I mean, just a little hurt, but she does. Right. So he he does everything the same after that, except for he wants to bring her back and like go back in time. And so he, that's what he does. He tries it, but she keeps dying, regardless of what they do. Whatever he does, he even when they don't go to the award show she gets shot or gets yeah that was, just that some, was a rough yeah. montage of just like her getting murdered over that was over a, over that over was again. yeah yeah that was a rough montage i mean that <laughs> that was pretty bad uh but then i think the second half really kind of made it like god this is okay this is interesting with him going to a another time to look at this um, library of of magic books and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and him getting more powerful and to be able to fix time because apparently somebody did that before or got close to it. Because I still I still don't understand that part. I'm like, I guess the guy was the guy successful or not successful? Yeah, it sounded um, like basically it's, that he was the only one to ever change. I forget what they call them. Like I know in. in in the other series, like they're kind of called nexus events or like, that's what I take from them, but it's basically like a definitive point in time, no matter what you do, this is the way it's going to be. So like, if we're still working off of like the Kang, um, he, who, who remains kind of thing. It's like, maybe these are the points in time where he's decided that this event must happen for this timeline for the sacred timeline to continue in the direction that he wants, you know, if he is in fact controlling everything. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, what is it? Uh, Cagliostro is the, the sorcerer in the, in Dr. Strange that is allegedly done this before. So he goes to like the library of Cagliostro to, to see if he can study and learn to control the same power. Yeah. So like eventually he try. I mean, he just goes straight for it, right? Like he, he studies a little bit and then he's like, he seemingly conjures that monster from the first, what if the, um, the like tentacle thing that captain Carter fights and just absolutely gets decimated by it basically. And he realizes, Oh, I need to build up my power. So like first he's like fighting this garden gnome who's evil. (laughs) And then he fights like a, a bird and stuff. And he's like all the while he's just like sucking the souls out of these things. And the imagery is just so cool. Cause like every time he absorbs one of these different odd creatures, he becomes like a visage of that in some way. Like there's even ones where he's like basically looking like Satan. Cause he just absorbed like this red fire breathing dragon and grows horns and spitting out fire and stuff. So once again, like I think this episode did really well with the art style of this show, adapting it and changing it and making it look really cool with the visuals that they were trying to show in it. Um, once again, like the people kind of stuff is, is a little bit meh, but I think once they explore like the, the more fantasy stuff with it, I think the art style isn't, isn't as bad as like I once thought it was. Um, yeah. And just him going through and like absorbing all those powers. Meanwhile, like he's being told by everybody, like, this is a bad idea. You're going to, you're going to break something. And he's like, no, I got to do this. So he eventually gets his obsession with Christine is just, it's unhealthy. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it definitely is. So I'm guessing that this this Doctor Strange, he doesn't learn from his time uh, becoming the, the Sorcerer Supreme. That like, because the the problem with Doctor Strange was that it, um, his flaw was that he feels like he could fix anything, right? Because he's a he's a great doctor or surgeon. He's a great surgeon who uh, seems to be always successful. And that everything is able to be fixed. Mm-hmm. And while the Doctor Strange we know learns that, hey, sometimes you can't. It, it, it can't be fixed. Yeah. But this Doctor Strange does not accept that. Like, no. he, he does not accept that at all. Yeah, so he gets super powerful and then finds out he's still not powerful enough to save her. Because at some point during the timeline when the ancient one tried to stop him from going down this path, she actually actually like split the timelines. So there's a timeline where Christine died and he accepted that eventually, like he came to terms with that. And then there's this one that we've been watching this entire time where he's trying to grow and become more powerful. So then this new, like Supreme version of the sorcerer Supreme, this evil version or corrupt I would say more corrupted version of Doctor Strange goes to the other Doctor Strange to then ab- try and absorb him so that of course commences in a nice little magic battle um but what was cool about it is like he absorbed him eventually right but then it almost seemed like that portion of him took over the body of this corrupted one because he realized like I'm destroying the universe by attempting to save her. Like I can't do this. And the the coolest bit for me was 
when he recognizes that the watcher was there, like watching over him, like do something about this. I've seen you just fucking following me this entire time. Like I know you have power that I don't have do something. And of course, watchers are all like, I can't do anything until, you know, the eventual time when he's like, of course I got to do something because that's the whole like watcher trope, right? It's like, they can't do anything until they decide they're going to do something. Um, so I'd be interested to see if that's where this ends up leading to is like in that final episode of this season, the watcher finally realizes like, Oh, things are going all over the place. I need to do something here to, you know, whatever that event may be that he needs to stop. That'd be pretty cool. Um, and then we're just, you know, off to the races with this thing. Cause this even more so than any of the previous episodes we've seen, like, especially that last episode that just feels like a, what if type thing, like what if this happened to the Avengers, but this one very much feels like it could play a part in, Dr. Strange yeah. in the multiverse of madness or something, you know, he could this come up against yeah, exactly. this corrupted. Dr. Yeah, yeah, Strange. A lot of people and that would be, that. you know, crazy to see. So I, I like this episode. Obviously there's, there's issues about like the trope of like her only being there for, you know, to be killed, to motivate him. And that's kind of what you were saying is like, you've seen this trope a million times where even if it's not just, you know, his his love it's always like someone that someone's trying to go back and fixate on and and fix the past and then by doing that ruins the future in some way shape or form um but overall i thought it was a really cool episode and i like the direction it's going of seemingly pushing things a little bit forward every every couple episodes it, it well like the first episode it feels like they could do more with that in that universe and then I'm sure they could do more stuff with the T'Challa Star-Lord thing, but obviously without Chadwick Boseman, it feels like that would just go in a different direction. And then last episode, it just very much felt like a one-off, like this is kind of a, a silly story to tell. I mean, obviously it was very dark, but silly in in the way that we're not really going to revisit this reality again necessarily, although I would be would be interested to see a crazy Hank Pym in a wasp costume, you know, appear in one of these live action movies. Once we get into the real like nitty gritty of just absolute craziness that could happen in these, in these movies. But yeah, I, I, I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was, yeah, thought it was I, really neat. I like it just because of the tone. I'm just glad that it's not just funny or fun. Or something like that, or like just happy ending. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the last one was like that, but the last one I didn't really like the overall episode that much. But this one, um, right. I end up really liking at the end, and I do like that. Okay, they, I like that they kept they have a dark tone, so we don't have the same thing all the time. Like, hey, something silly, like mm-hmm. like having fun trope, like like not trope, um fun quips and things of that nature. I mean, he has some little funny sayings, but it's just, yeah. Cause even in that first episode, like yeah. Steve comes back, exactly. like he didn't die. So everything's kind of still a happy ending. And even at the end, you know, she gets sucked into the portal and then she comes out the other end. So everyone's kind of all right at the end of the day, at the end of that episode. So I'm looking forward. Yeah. To the next ones to see what um they come up with. All right. 
so I guess we get into what we've been playing. So you want to start? Sure. Um, kick it off with uh, Psychonauts 2. I played more of that. Probably about uh, an hour total or so more of that. I'm into what seems like the first kind of mission. I'm going to this casino in uh, Forsyth's mind. She is kind of the leader of the Psychonauts. And they introduced this new ability where I see people's thoughts, like it gives me a word bubble, and then I have a power to like quick uh, quick shoot to it. I'm trying to like zip line almost to it real quick, just pulls me in. And then it gives me different points and other word bubbles, and I connect them. So I'm like, the first demo of it is like, there's a cilantro bubble, and then there's a like disgust bubble. And if you connect those, then you see her thinking like, oh, cilantro tastes like soap. Or you could change it to make her think that cilantro was good, and and then that opens up like different paths and stuff like that. It's a really neat kind of additional mechanic to it. Um, the environment, the casino, which also was like a hospital at one point in her mind, is just beautiful, like crazy colors, LED lights, neon and stuff. It's really cool looking. Um, the combat stuff is still very basic and I don't think it's going to get any better or worse, to be honest. I think like you're going to get different powers, but it's mostly just going to be about these small instances of combat to kind of break up the platforming and story and puzzle stuff. And, and I think I'm all right with that as long as it stays okay, as long as you don't get these enemies where it's going to just be a chore to fight them. Um, I think that'll be fine. And so far they've added a couple of more different enemy types. Like there's one that throws bombs and stuff, and then you can pick those bombs up with the telekinesis and throw them at people. Um, I think that's all fine, but it, I think part of it for me is just like the the melee aspect of the combat is a little bit stiff. Like I typically expect dodge rolls to break animations of like me swiping, but in this game it doesn't and I don't like that because like I understand in a Dark Souls where it's like animation priority if I swing my sword, then I have to go th- fully through with swinging the sword before I can dodge. But in something like this, where that's not the focus of the game and it's it should be looser and more playful, I really feel like you should just be able to dodge out of an animation. And it, it makes combat feel stiff in a way that I don't necessarily like. Um, but overall, my, my overall experience is still really good with that game. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Just got to find more time to play it. Um, and then, Ed, do you have any questions before I get into the other one? Oh, no, no, you good, man. And then I started playing 12 minutes. We talked about that a little bit last week because you were playing that. Um, I played about an hour of it. And I think like part of me wants to be done with it because it very much is repetitive. And I'm, I'm at the point now where there's like things that I would like to do or like if it was just me in the situation, I would like, I would, this is how I would like to try to move forward, but like, it's not allowing me to do those things. So there's obviously like a relatively rigid structure. It wants me to follow in, in kind of puzzling my way through this scenario. And 
whatever the next step is that I need to do, I'm just not finding it. And I just keep going through the same cycle over and over again. It's like we were talking about last week a little bit where it's like, there's no kind of checkpointing or, okay, this is the right direction to go with it. Like I need to pick up this item and this item. So let's just skip to that part where I've already got these items. No, it's every cycle I'm going over. I'm picking up this thing. I'm picking up this other thing. I'm going through this conversation with her to, you know, try and convince her not to open the door. And then it's like, by the time I get through all that, I don't have that much more time to then explore what other things I can do. And at this point, I'm honestly to the point where it's like, I feel like, and I know it's not true because otherwise I would be moved past where I'm at, but it feels like I've picked up everything that I'm able to in that apartment. There's only three rooms. The bathroom really doesn't seem like it. There's a lot for me to do in there. Like there's the medicine cabinet that has the sleeping pills. There's a toilet and a shower that doesn't do anything and a window that doesn't do anything. Like it, here's the thing. Like it amazes me that I know that this guy is going to kill me. Spoilers. This happens in the first, you know, five minutes of you playing the game. That's kind of the whole loop of the game, but you know, that something's going to happen with this guy and he doesn't even attempt to climb out the window. I know exactly. Now I know I, I finally attempted to go back out the door thinking like maybe I could like grab the fake rock or something that McKee was hidden in or go to one of the other two apartments and maybe there are more things there for me to, you know, utilize. But then the cycle starts over again. So at least if he would say like, Oh, I could try climbing out the window, but the cycle is going to restart. Even though if you don't try it, you don't know that that's going to happen at least something, but like I go up to the window and he's like, it's raining outside. And it's like, really my dude, like, (laughs) (laughs) or, or like the bedroom, like, why don't you try and push the dresser over in front of the door? So he can't kick the door in, you know? I mean, it took me a couple of beats to realize that there was a lock on the bathroom door and, and also even on the front door. But even then, he eventually just kicks those things in. Yeah, like, can I push in. something in front of him or do something? Or, like, when I try and stab him with the knife, he's like, overpowers me. But also, I, like, try and hide in the closet and wait for him to, you know, be be busy tying up my wife. And I try and stab him, and that didn't work because he still just turns around. Like, everything, it's so rigid. That's that's really what I don't like about it is, like, it feels like this should be like this puzzle playground almost where you can, you have all these things and you should just be able to try different things. But it really feels like at the end of the day, it's very much going to be like, Oh, well you needed to do this and then you needed to do this and then you needed to do this. And that's the only way to go down this path. You can't take it in any order that you want. Cause like there are even times where depending on the conversation that you have with your wife, like she just completely shuts down. She shuts down. Yeah, she like, won't talk to you. And then it's like, so am I wasting my time now, or can I get this back on track? You know, it's very frustrating in that way. I wish there was like, like a we we wind, like you could just be rewind it mm-hmm. back to a part, like how um, the life is strange. We wind or something like that. I wish it was like yeah. a thing, like hey, hold this trigger and it'll be wind. You can rewind back or do over. Because 
I had to, do, to keep doing the same thing over again because I played it too again. Mm-hmm. And it's just that, like, I know what I have to do. I mean, well, what the one way I'm trying to do it, <laughs> but I have to do all these things again. I have to do, I do all these things together again. And it, it takes a while. And I don't like how stiff the controls are. Like, it's not real mm-hmm. new. So it's like, Oh, if I mess up something or I take too long, it's like, oh, I messed up. And I was like, oh, I gotta, I'm going, what was going fast? Well, there is a little fast forward button that you can yeah. fast forward till he comes. But I still gotta wait till he kills me or something. I wish it was just, <laughs> but you can just start over again. It's hit like, oh, I'm gonna start over again. Yeah. But yeah. Are you playing with the controller or are you playing with a mouse and keyboard? I'm playing with the controller. Okay. How is that? Because I've been, I was been playing with the mouse and keyboard, so it, it it's actually just the mouse. Like that's literally it. You press the left mouse button to where you want to go, and the right mouse button actually just brings up the main menu. Which, if you see it in the video of my gameplay, it's like every once in a while the menu will just pop up, and it's because I pressed the wrong mouse button. Okay. But yeah, it it feels super stiff on the the mouse, and that's the same way to control. It's, it's stiff. Is, are you controlling a pointer or are you direct controlling the character? Now, he may forget. I think you're <laughs> sorry. You're using it just like the mouse. I think you're just oh, okay. clicking okay. and you get the walk over. I don't think you can control them with this. Oh, maybe you can. And that's. Oh, maybe I was you, thinking that's damn, the way I forget, it would be. Man. So that's Dude, why I, to, I use I the, the game. mouse. I'm going to play the game right okay. now. <laughs> yeah, because it just it feels like if I was using the controller, if that's all I was doing, it would just feel even more precise and I would just get even more frustrated because it's like, just do the, do the thing, just go over there and grab the cup and put the thing in the cup. And yeah, yeah it it's, just, it's, yeah, it's just so frustrating. It's like, hurry up. And then like, a, Oh no, I hit the side or something. He goes <laughs> over here. So, Oh no. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. yeah like, it, I want to put the two things down. I want to put the two desserts down on the table, but I didn't finish putting the first dessert down. So like he's not gonna put the second one down. He's just gonna put the second one down and didn't put the first one down because like I just wish this worked better. Like I'm at I'm almost at the point where like I'm interested in the story. I do want to see where that goes. So I'm like, should I just watch this on YouTube of someone like speed running this? <laughs> yeah. But that, also like I wanna yeah. I wanna solve the problem, but also like it's too frustrating. Like they don't there's not enough quality of life stuff there to keep me wanting to bump my head up against the wall just to figure the problem out. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well I can't do the game because it's something with Xbox game pass for the, the streaming. If I don't have my controller turned on Mm -hmm. and then I do it, use it, it won't work. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I saw that the other day. Cause I was, I was trying to, yeah, I don't even know because I tried, I tried loading this game up on my laptop just to see because I figured it was like mouse control and it was like, nope, it didn't want to do anything. <laughs> like it didn't react to me at all. So I was like, okay. And then I just played it on my PC because I had it downloaded already. But yeah, it's it's a game that's fascinating to me, but also like frustrating in a way that makes me really not want to play the game <laughs> like the story's interesting yeah but... you, you move it just like the mouse does i have to oh, okay. click to where to go so yeah that sucks that freaking sucks yeah that's that'd be frustrating so i will uh, say like the voice acting not terrible but also not great but also like 
James McAvoy is completely like unrecognizable to me. If you didn't tell me that was him, I would not realize that that was him. Um, I don't know who the hell that is. Who, who's James McAvoy? Professor Xavier in the newer X-Men movies. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be the main character. And then Daisy Ridley from uh, Star Star Wars is the woman. And I can hear her voice, but also I don't know that I would necessarily recognize it was her. Willem Dafoe, obviously, is just, I mean, you, you had to recognize him at least, right? Because <laughs> like, no one else has a voice like William Dafoe. I didn't really think about who, who was talking for these people, honestly. Gotcha. The only reason I know is because they made it a big deal, like, uh, like a year or so ago when this game started getting bigger. Cause originally I don't think it had those actors. And then at a certain point they were like, yeah, now we got this huge cast of characters, you know, now that it seems like there's a lot of interest in this game. So they, they kind of advertise that stuff for a while there. That's the only reason I r- really thought about it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with that game. I don't know. I don't want to give up on it and I want to know the story, but also the gameplay of it is just so frustrating because it's like there, there's nothing realistic about this scenario. Well, I mean, obviously there's not a lot realistic about it, like weird time loop scenario, but also just like your inability to do things like the electrical switch that electrocutes you like, why can't I hide under the bed and then make that man turn on the electrical switch and electrocute himself? And maybe I can, you can. and I just haven't figured out yeah, yeah, you just yeah, figure the out. exact you can. scenario where I have to do that. But that's frustrating to me. Cause I'm like, I hear him come in the door. I click on the bed and he's like, nah, not right now. It's like, what do you mean? Hide under the bed, climb out the window, do something. You know, I, I was listening to one podcast and they were talking about like the idea of this game in VR and like, if it was like a VR playground thing where you could basically just do anything, like I said, like move the, you know, move the dresser in front of the door, like even push the dude into the light switch or something like that. Like just give me more flexibility. That's really what I want is, is more flexibility. And this game is just, not giving me that and that's, well, this game, that's what's so frustrating about it it just feels like it feels a lot longer than i want it to be because of me mm-hmm. keep going back and back <laughs> right uh you know this would past. be a cool two hour you know experience well maybe not i don't i don't know how long the actual game is if you know what you're doing in it but like if it made sense and there were like checkpoints, things like that, like this would be a cool, like sit down and play through it in one plate, you know, in one sit down, like one and a half, two hour, even two and a half hour experience. But yeah, when you're just repetitively doing the same thing over and over again and not necessarily progressing in any way, it, it's really frustrating. All right, so was that all you played? Yeah, that's been it for me. We've been all playing right. this week now. So I've been playing some more of the Dodgeball Academia. Or Academy. Nice. How are you What's liking what? that? It's Academia, right? What is it? Yeah. Uh, or Academy. Yes, ac- Academia. Okay. I was trying to think, like, maybe it's not because I remember you making the joke last week of my Dodgeball yeah. Academia. <laughs> yeah. But it was right. you adding my to it that was the joke, I believe. All right, so... This game is very 
you know, it's not a Pokemon elements too, because you can walk oh, past no. people and they they'll fight they'll will fight you in dodgeball. Yeah, dodge yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, hey, I want to play fight you or something like that. I was like, oh, that's just like you know, walking in the grass and some you see somebody challenge you <laughs> to a Pokemon fight. So I was like, oh, okay, and it, it is like that. Being you also win badges. You have to get these bad three badges so oh, you can cool. do it in tournament. Okay. So. I was like, okay, they. <laughs> this is like a mix of Pokemon and Golf Story put together, and it's fun. It's gotten challenging for me now. Now I okay. think I finally lost a match. So because oh, now, because oh now they have it where they have some. They have different rule sets, and this one rule set is where if you get somebody out on their team, they get to go behind you on your side. So if the ball goes past you, they can pick it up and try to hit you with it. So you got to dodge them too. Mm. So it makes it more challenging. And then there was one dude, I think he was a higher level than I was. Like he was, it was hard to beat him. I think he eventually did beat him though. But like, mm. I actually made it easier because they got it where you can make it so that the damage you take is less, like you can scale it um, from oh, okay. zero to a hundred or the uh-huh. damage you you um actually do to your opponent from zero to a hundred too. So you can make your, the damage less, which I, that's what I did. Cause like, this guy's too high and I want to beat him. I don't want to <laughs> level up. So yeah, I just yeah. Um, pulled it down and beat him. But yeah, I like the story. This is, it's a fun game. I mean, it's a fun game. It, it's cute. Uh, it's cool. I like the elements to have in here. Yeah. It, like I said, it's definitely a Pokemon cross golf story that I think people will enjoy. Like if you like those type of games, this is a game I think you can just enjoy because the game, the dodgeball is fun. The dodgeball aspect of it, the actual gameplay, it's really fun. And I haven't played online against anybody or anything, so I haven't mm-hmm. tried that yet. But yeah, they I think they did a good job with this game. This was a, a surprise for me because I I think I heard about it, but I just didn't think about because there's so many indie games you know that comes out. Every year, and then it's like a big oh, yeah. montage a lot of times when you mm-hmm. looking at these shows. So it's just that a lot of things get lost. I, I don't remember, but Game Pass, Game Pass helps with that though. It helps when they say, "Hey, new games," and it's like, "Oh yeah, I remember this indie game." They talked about this before, and Definitely. I got to try it. All right, so now I finished. Um, the finished Mass Effect. I started. Trails in the Sky. I mean, though, Trails of Cold Steel 2. Started okay. playing that again. So, um, I mean, I ain't going to say much on that. I mean, yeah, I, I liked it. you know. So, I'm just going through that story again. Oh, but it is a new game plus with it. So, I get some extra things, extra costumes, which I'm happy about because one of these girls, I feel like she's too young and she's showing too much skin. And I found a costume to cover her up a little bit. I was like, I always found that disturbing. <laughs> that said, well, why are you wearing this? Yeah, I was like, these Japanese people, I swear. I was like, I was like, why do y'all do this? Like, it's one thing, okay, why can't you do it the older, older ones? You know, why you had to be the one who's like, she's actually younger than everybody else. I think everybody's used as around 16 or 17. I don't think nobody's 18, but she's like 15. And I'm like, mm. Does she really have to be wearing this? Sons of bitches. Uh, so anyway. But yeah. But the game, yeah. I Yeah, I like it. I mean, I already talk about this game so much. Um, I don't really have to go into details with it. All right. So, 
also been playing some Injustice 2. I've been playing Injustice 2 because it's on Game Pass and it does load fast. So I'm like, yay, I like, I don't <laughs> mind playing this game. Like, I get the fights real fast. So even, though, even if I lose, I can keep playing. So, mm. yeah, I've been playing a lot of that. But this weekend, I think Friday, Injustice 2 was down um, for almost everybody, really. Because what happened? I don't know. You can't start the game. Like, if you put the latest update on, you can't even start to play single player. It'll crash. Oh, good lord. It'll stop. So on Game Pass, it wasn't working. So I was thinking, like, oh, uh, maybe it's just a Game Pass thing. But I'm hearing people on all systems are having a problem and people are some people like people are still playing this game and mm-hmm. they're angry because they're like wait a minute but I, I just want to play single player why can i start this game why do i have to log online to start this game and a guy said yeah with this up this update messes it up because even if you go offline to not even attach to be online it still crashes because of the update Mm. So yeah, some people are angry, and you see some people saying like, "Oh, I can't believe y'all are angry about this. What's wrong with y'all?" And I wish I not. I don't understand. It's like it's a game I paid for. What do you mean? I was gonna say it's a game that I paid for, and I can't play it now. Yeah, I don't understand how people like how they think that's privilege. And I'm like, I paid for it, yeah. jackass. I mean, that's <laughs> stupid. Why? Why would you? If there's something I paid for, it can't work. It is not my fault. Of course, I'm being fucking angry. What the hell? Yeah. So. Yeah, Which I, that's I was, on top of what you were already telling me with that, where like it was having trouble with the tower stuff, right? Yes, yes, exactly. So it's just, I don't know what they, it's got to be because of the updates they did. And it's like, mm. what are you doing over there? Anyway, but they are saying they're fixing it. So it's like, oh, well, that's hopefully they work on it because now I was really getting into it. So I play a little Killer Instinct, you know. Cause I was, I had a fighting itch, man, and <laughs> yeah. I mean it was all right, but I was like, ah, I want to play some injustice. I really just want to play some injustice. Uh, what did Killer Instinct? I played as, I don't know her name. She's a jungle woman. She kind of looks like she's sure. maybe dark, uh, black, maybe maybe Brazilian. I don't know, but she's like in the jungle or something. Not uh, black orchid, right? What does she look like? Uh, she's the one with, like the green bow staff, not bow staff things like uh, arm tongas or whatever they're called. Nah, not her. Okay. Uh, all right. I think this girl has daggers. Gotcha. So what else have I played? I played a new game called Dreamscaper, which came out I think a month ago. I heard it from somewhere. My friend has it, so mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, let me try. It. It is a roguelike game. Okay. And it's very, um, kind of reminds me of Hades because it has like a, out of you going to the dungeons. Well, it's not a dungeon. You're going to your dreams. But out of the dream space, it's like a area where you can do things or talk to people. But I haven't got that far. You unlock more things as you go through your dreams. So I was like, okay, it might be a, like an actual decent story with this roguelike game, which I like from Hades. Mm-hmm. And it's okay so far. Uh, it seems like, I don't know, I think as you go on, you find out what's really going on. It just seems like, I have a feeling I'm playing as a, as a depressed person. I, yeah, you're playing as a, uh, I believe a woman. And mm-hmm. I guess you're going through the dreams of your memories of of the town you used to be in. 
our or cur- I don't know if you're currently there, but it's like you're going through your memories. I don't know why. I guess as you play on, you'll find out why you're seeing these old memories. Because the dream I'm in seems like it's an old neighborhood. Like I'm walking through an old neighborhood and each section has doors, you know, like these, well, these, uh, I guess the doors are like a little vortex thing, which you can go through. Or some, some of them are locked. So you have to find a key to open them. And it's just like other world, like dungeon games where, uh, well, I was trying to think of the one I played recently. That's just really similar. And the, uh, abyss, um, neon abyss where, Hey, you might randomly go to the boss already, you know, because mm-hmm. of you just walking through, but, luckily you can back right out because i was like oh i ain't ready yet i ain't got like enough power yet or anything so weapons so yeah you can pick up random weapons and you can carry some things back to help make you stronger on your next run so it does have the aspect of it so it's all right it seemed like all right game but now for what i um read about it is that it's okay it's not of course it's not like hades it's not hades level good but i heard people do enjoy it so maybe i'll I'll get back into it because I really just tried it because I'm trying to get some video for the podcast. So I want to try something different. I was like, because I didn't want to do some more. Um, well, what's the game I played? Uh, the, Trails of Gold Steel. No, no, not that. Well, I definitely didn't want to do that one. It was, um, <laughs> hold on, I'm about to look it up now. Forgot the Forgotten. I didn't want to do oh, more okay. of that because. Gotcha. That Spoilery. spoils. Yeah, it's going to spoil gotcha. because that's the kind of game it is. And I don't know where it's going to be a big spoiler because I'm just testing everything out. So I was like, I'm not going to waste my time um, doing that one. Yeah, I did play some more of that. Uh, I don't have it up here. I just remembered. Yeah, I played some more of The Forgotten. Uh, I'm trying to think what anything big happened. Yeah, I did get to a point where I just let it play out. It is time. It is a time base. Like, time does move. So I finally got to a point where I just let it moved. I mean, I didn't do it purposely, but I was just exploring. And then it ends with a vote because there's a vote to change the magistrates. And so the magistrate that is currently there, he's the one who opens the portal for me so that I can come through and from the future and help them out. So. And he's the one who's kind of keeping the golden rule going while the one who's trying to run to be the magistrate, he doesn't believe in the golden rule. So he like he won the he wins the election because more people voted for him because they want more freedom. And he said, yeah, this golden rule is just a farce. And he put it made an execution for the other guy. And that's when. You realize that's when all those statues come to life and say, oh, and that that, that booming God voice comes like you have broken a rule or something like that. I was like, oh. And so I try to tell him, um, the guy was running and said, hey, the ba- the golden rule is real, but of course he don't believe you. Like, there's only right. one, way to, one way to prove it, and that's the, and then he's just going to die and not remember again when you go back. So you have to find a way for him to lose the election or have this other guy run, I believe. Now, I don't know if that's going to work. If I get the other guy to run, maybe he breaks the golden rule afterwards. I have no idea. So... Yeah, it's a lot of possibilities. Um, it's another possibility. I'm supposed to find a way out. Look, I think someone someone has found a way out of the place, I believe. And I'm trying to find a clue of where they went uh, or where are they? Maybe they didn't find a way, but they're somewhere else. I have no idea. It, it's a yeah, it's 
so many, so much stuff you can do in this world. See, this is a good, I like this way of doing time manipulation and things of that nature of like compared to 12 minutes, because this, you can hurry up and do everything you did. Like if you go to the first person who you meet, you could tell them, Hey, give this medicine to this person. This will help them live. Cause you keep, you keep the items, you keep the Mm -hmm. items you got. And I say, give this medicine to this person, give this letter to this person, tell this person to go here. So I don't have to go through none of that no more and go continue on with, um, moving forward without having to do things all over again. So that's what makes this game uh, a lot more fun than like how 12 minutes did it. I was 12 minutes had some aspect of that. Not that you keep items, of course, cause that, but it's not that type of game, but some way yeah. where, like you said, we said before, you kind of can say, Hey, I want to do everything from this run that I did previously, or at least I like a little rewind button, like a little rewind. Cause it's just too much to go through that stuff again all right so what else have i played i played okay this game is called seed of the dead and this is a japanese game it does have it was a actually well actually seed of the dead i think that's the original one isn't is this have a subtitle this yeah i think the second one has a yeah, That's Sweet Home. A... I think it's called yeah. Sweet Home. Yes. I played that one. I played this, the sequel because that Gosh. came out recently. I forgot how I saw this, Daniel. I, I don't know how I saw this game. <laughs> I don't blame Twitter. A... Was it Twitter? Was that how I sent it to you? Uh, no, you just texted me about it. So I'm not oh. sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't remember how I saw it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this game. Maybe it was just on Steam. Because, you know, some of that stuff gets surfaced on there if you turn that option on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I say, let me go look at this game. I'm going to try this game for science so, to understand it. And mm-hmm. uh, it's, so... Like an anthropologist. This game is a shooter like Left 4 Dead. It's like Left 4 Dead. You have four characters, which I don't know if it's multiplayer, honestly. But the other NPCs are anime people. You play as this generic girl boy. So you shoot zombies and stuff. You have a base that you go back to and everything. But it is very sexual because now I play the uncensored version (laughs) of it. And how you heal your fellow teammates is by fucking them. So they're down to help. (laughs) You go to them. And now in that censored version, which we just looked up, because I was like, what, what do you do in the censored version? You just you rub them sexually, but they don't take their clothes off. It's still weird. So but this you actually just fuck them and the health goes up wherever. It's a mini game. So you have to keep hitting the button at the right time, at the right moment when it goes um like it's one of those not where you mash the button. It's where like, hey, there's a line or something that that's moving you have to hit it to the target and right target so that's what you do and based on that is how much health they'll gain and i was like oh my god this is because i didn't know how this game was gonna go i was wondering like i was first i was thinking like oh i'm such a version to probably just lose their clothes and be naked which they can mm. if as long as they keep losing health more the clothes do fall off but I did not realize that's what's going to happen. Because when I saw her take her clothes, I was like, what the hell? 
And like the first time, I didn't really get much help because I was confused. I was very confusing <laughs> at, at first. But yeah, this game is a very dirty game. It's a very dirty game. Very not, not for kids. Not for kids. Uh, it, it's well, technically, Left 4 Dead is not for kids either. <laughs> but <laughs> it's so. But this, but this is, is AO. This is definitely adult, adult only. Yeah, adult freaky fetish shit. Because <laughs> there was a point where. You can build up, like, as the game goes on and you love those characters, they they level up. And then you can have conversations with them where you can talk. They'll talk about certain things, and which is one time I just fast forward because it was so stupid. And I was like, God fucking damn. And I, it's all in Japanese. Like, if you know Japanese, at least you can just listen to it. But they don't. it's not English dubbed. So I just sometimes I fast forward through it. And then there's one point where it was a video game. It was like a a peep show thing that you could peep in on a girl in the stall and while she's using the bathroom and if she catches you, like it's a, there's a meter. So it's like, oh, you got to keep doing it uh, before she catches you, like you have to back up. And I was like, oh my God, this is, yeah, I, th- I think I'm not going to play no more. I said, I, I got enough. I got enough to know what this game is. Oh, there's also a part of the game where you... There was another mini game with another girl where she goes into the hot springs and you you turn into a little naked dude. And they mm-hmm. picture like the private areas uh, in this game. <laughs> okay. So I guess that's good. Sounds about right. Um, but you, you, you turn. Yeah, you play. You somehow shrink and you have to. You slide down this well, like something. I don't know what it is. You slide down to the hot springs. You have to land into this bucket. And if you land into the bucket and you get a certain amount of points, like you gain seconds. And I realize what what I'm gaining. I'm gaining seconds for what? Then Mm. after it finishes, you're gaining seconds to be how long you can stare at these girls in the hot tub, basically. (laughs) Okay. That's what you're gaining seconds for. Uh, So uh, it's. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, maybe a uh, a high school me, a very or middle school me <laughs> would have loved this, love this game. Probably middle school, maybe middle school. I think I'll be like, oh god, I like, hey, I did a lot. I think was enough for me. I said, I don't, this is gone too far. But middle school me would definitely have been playing the shit out of this game. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this it is, is the new leisure suit, Larry. Yeah, this no, this this just makes loser shoot blurry look so tame. It, <laughs> it's very out there, and this is probably not a new thing. It's a new thing for me because I never play a game like this. But this is well, I'm, there are plenty of games like this on Steam you could probably find. Now, I would say the production value of it, it's bad, but maybe it's good for a type of game like this. I, I don't know. I want to know if there's any game that's better graphically in this that does this stuff. But yeah, because I mean, if he just based off the game, oh, the gameplay, the gameplay is it's sorry, it's mediocre, it's mediocre shooting, things of that nature. Um, plus, I put I, I had a trainer for the damn game too, so yeah, <laughs> you know what? That's where I probably saw it when I was looking up trainers. Uh, okay. I saw that game and I was like, what is this game? Um, that they have a trainer for because even the trainer says, hey. Get the uncensored version. I said uncensored. Like you have to download that patch. Right. It's like, oh, well, I'll just try this game out. And yeah, this um, it's very disturbing. Very disturbing game. 
but now I know. Now I know what those people see. And I was like, okay, hey, whatever. It should be, I think it should be nominated, though, for Game of the Year, though. It should be nominated for some <laughs> yeah. award. It should be okay. nominated for some award. We'll make sure <laughs> so, it goes on our award list, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll probably nominate it for my <laughs> entire Game of the Year. Okay, I played some more Ace Attorney. Uh, and I think what am I? What am I on the third? I think I'm on the third uh case now for oh, on the third case for the second game. And yeah, I'm getting now. I'm getting cases where people don't die. Like it's a, a the last case I did. The person that died, he got poisoned, but he survived. And then this one, well, a person did die in this one, so never mind. Right, this is back, it's back to being murdered, murdered again. But, uh, but I do uh, like that I finally did do a case where okay, the it's not just um murder; it's attempted murder. It's like okay, it's something different. Which I still want to do a case that has nothing to do with murder. Why does everything have to do with murder? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like Batman. That's the only ones that go in front of a court. Like Batluck, I, I think both of his cases are murder, right? I mean, I, at least the ones I can think of, somebody got, somebody died. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a, a Matlock I seen where nobody died. Because otherwise, we just throw him in jail, Dominic, and we forget about him. Uh, it's only murder that you might. Maybe get it's off. not all murder. I don't know. I don't remember, but I seen a lot of people die. Yeah, I mean Matlock. I seen a lot of people who are dead. So. But yeah, um, game's so fun. I mean, it's Ace Attorney. I'm going to say you there. All right. So I guess we'll take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get to the flashback segment. All right. Let's go back in time, shall we? Doodle, doodle, doodle. And we're back. And now we're flashbacking to 2011. New month here, Daniel. New month, September. Yeah. So 10 years ago in September... This week, really nothing big happened. I mean, no, no, not all the games, but something big did happen. Nintendo started the ambassador program. So you want to talk about it? Yeah. So when the 3DS originally came out in March of 2011, it, it didn't really get too much steam. It came out. What did I say? It was $250 Dominic. That's. That's maybe a little absurd price wise. Now, it's kind of weird because like it was it was super innovative at the time. We're talking about 3D without the glasses, right? The that's glasses. that's not something we were seeing. You know, t- TVs were around at that time, movies, 3D was kind of the big thing around that time. But here Nintendo comes along and they're like, "Yo, you can like this stuff in 3D without glasses on." So we're gonna we're gonna mark it up to two hundred and fifty dollars. Meanwhile, that's like almost the price of your console, right? So yeah. people were people weren't happy about that, and there weren't a lot of games that they released that were really selling people on it. So by uh, by September, they realized that ah, we should really lower the price on this thing. So they knocked it all the way down to one hundred and seventy dollars, which very Nintendo like. Yeah, yeah, I think that was at the time when uh, Iwata was also in charge of stuff, and he took a pay cut because of how poorly it was performing. Instead of you know firing people and 
and lowering their wages. Or taking the sword to themselves. like they Or <laughs> taking the sword to themselves. He's dead, Dominic. That's not a funny joke anymore. How <laughs> um, past? How many years has it been? It's, it's been a while. Um, but yeah, so uh, a lot of people, of course, were unhappy about the fact that they had bought this console. And here they are now getting it, you know, Nintendo selling it for a whole lot cheaper. You know, that's that's an $80 difference. You know, that's, that's pretty substantial in the grand scheme of things. That's two um, so, 3DS games probably because, well, they're like 40 bucks, baby. Yeah. Yeah, they were like 40 bucks. Yeah. So, yeah. So as a way to kind of mitigate the anger, Nintendo announced the Ambassador Program, which initially was if you had bought that system and registered it and updated it before, I think it was, I think it was time in August. Yeah. By da, da, da. yeah. If you bought it before August 12th of 2011, um, you could get the NES game, super Mario brothers, Metroid, the legend of Zelda, Zelda Two: the adventure of link balloon fight, ice climber, NES open tournament, golf, Donkey Kong jr. Yoshi and wrecking crew games that we now see on like the Nintendo online service library, basically. Um, and then at a later time in December of that same year, 2011, they actually added Game Boy Advance games. And this is when I started to get like really jealous because they added Metroid Fusion, Mario vs. Donkey Kong, Mario mm. Kart Super Circuit, mm. Yoshi's Island, Super Mario Brothers 3, WarioWare Inc., Mega Games, The Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap. Oh my god. Fire Emblem, The Sacred Stones, Damn. Wario Land 4, <laughs> F-Zero, Maximum Velocity, and Kirby and the Amazing Mirror. So like that's just such a heavy hitter lineup right there. Very unnintendo like. Um, <laughs> yes. Very unnintendo Nintendo like yeah. to just give these games away. Um so yeah, it was it was it, it sucked to have paid two hundred and fifty dollars for that console. I'm sure up front, and I I didn't at the time because it was so expensive and because they didn't have those things. You know, it wasn't until much later that I got a three. And you were scared. You were scared of that new technology. I was scared like, that like it was going to rot my 3D, brain, Dominic. Yeah, three D three D with no glasses. That's, that's unheard yeah. of. The FDA <laughs> did not approve it yet, Dom. Yeah, so. Uh, but by the time they started saying like these are the games and they were basically like only available through that too cuz they didn't even add them later through like the the I forget what they called it now the game thing games library the eShop No <laughs> that's that's what came to mind too but I can't virtual console the oh. virtual console because they did do Virtual Console on the 3DS too, right? Didn't they? In addition to the Wii, I, I thought they um, just called it eShop. I didn't know they did that. Did they take it away? Because I don't remember seeing that on when I got the 3DS, but I got you know probably been updated. Let me see. 3DS, because I thought they did, but those games specifically. Yeah, they had a Virtual Console on there for like Super Nintendo games and stuff like that. Um. Yeah, uh, but they never released those games as games that you could get on there. And it was okay. like, oh, man, all those games are locked behind this ambassador program, which I have no way of getting into. Um, And that just kind of sucked. And, you know, it's hopefully 
I say hopefully we'll see them elsewhere soon, but at the same time, it's like I'd just play them on my Vita. So that's a whole other thing. But it would be nice to see those those games come to the Switch in some form or fashion, and maybe we'll have news in regards to that later on. All right. Good. So what we got here. So I guess we're going back 20 years now to 2001, and it's only two games, and they're not even really worth mentioning, but I wanted to say something. They just have something to say for 2001. <laughs> Rocket Power, Team Rocket Rescue for the PlayStation. Oh, come out. on. Rocket Power is always worth mentioning, Dominic. Yeah, it was a great cartoon. This cool is probably the best the looking Rocket Power game out there because the last one we talked about was a Game Boy game. You know what? I was going to say like Game Boy Color or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but you know what? That probably still probably look better than this one. Who knows? Because the <laughs> I was going to say the, the PlayStation game. Yeah. So, and then we have Stuart Little, The Journey Home, when Game Boy Color came out. Stuart Little, the Michael J. Fox mouse movie. And he <laughs> talked for Stuart Little in, the, in this game, too. Oh, oh okay. Like, I, was joking. I, don't I think forgot that he was Stuart Little. <laughs> so was he, at, like, he was him in the sequel, right? Did the sequel come to theaters? That, that came to theaters, right? I think so. I think yeah. it was big enough that it came to theaters. Was there a third one? And uh, uh, apparently, yes, Stuart Little 3, Call of the Wild, in 2005. And did he do that? Still starring Michael J. Fox. Was that straight to DVD? Uh, let's see. I don't remember it come, that one. I, I remember it two. It was a 2005 American-Canadian direct-to-video computer animated film. Oh, okay. It was computer animated. The whole thing computer animated? I never even, then I've definitely never seen that one. Now I need to see the trailer for this thing. <laughs> I'm just wondering if they're calling it computer animated because because of him, you know, he's CG yeah, or if exactly. Oh no, this whole thing is. You know what, Dominic? It kind of looks like uh, what if? Oh, really? Like it has that very basic, basic ass. Also, MTV Spider-Man level of yeah. To it. <laughs> I see it now. Wow. It really does. Yeah, it really does. You worry right. how far you have fallen. How, how's that Team Rocket rescue looks like? It doesn't look terrible. I mean, it looks like a PlayStation game, but also I feel like these screenshots that I'm seeing are like up emulated ones or something because they're not nearly as jaggy as I would expect oh, them to yeah. be. All right. So that's it for the game. So... As you know, we every month we do is look at video game covers from these decades. So, starting with 2011, we got Game Informer on the cover. Uh, their cover was Borderlands 2. Yeah. As you see, the dwarf guy on the front. Actually, I don't know if he's a dwarf. I just think he's a short man. I don't know if dwarves were <laughs> a thing there. Even though, you know what? They got away with midget in this game. Now, I, you know what? I wonder, did they call them midgets in the third game? I think they changed it. Mm. I, I mean, I don't know. I just have a feeling that they changed it. Cause I'm surprised they got away with calling the bad guys, the little bad guys, midgets. Yeah. Um, But according to this article from 2019, Borderlands 3 does not have them as it is not super sensitive. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. So yeah, Borderlands 2, I was really 
you know what? Actually, I was like somewhat excited because Borderlands one I liked, but I I got pretty much tired of it um, quickly. But when I saw mm-hmm. the improvements of two, and then my friend wanted it, I was like, okay, I'll get two, and that was fun as hell. That was that was I mean, it's the best Borderlands game. I mean, even till now, now even they now refer to those enemies as tinks. That's right. I remember. Yes, in three, yeah, they call them tinks. Yes, that's that's a way, I guess. To yeah, I know. Refer to them. <laughs> Tinkle some, bells, I guess. Some reason when I think of tink, I think of an anus for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> All right. So next video game cover we got here, we got PC Gamer. It's Bioshock yeah. Infinite in the front. Oh yeah, and uh, looked like the drawing almost like the um, game art of it. Like you know, mm-hmm. looks good. Yeah, I like that cover. So what we got here? Uh, Space time rifts, aerial combat, the secrets behind Irrational's high flying adventure. Also, they reviewed Dirt Three, Frozen Synapses, Ter- Terraria, Fallout, New Vegas. Wow, Terraria came out. Ten years yeah. Ago. So that I don't remember. To, did I say that game? Did we say that? I feel like you did. I okay, feel like we've talked maybe, about it. Maybe we did. It was at least on a cover of something. Maybe. Yeah. Starcraft Two: Hardest Warm, new campaign, and saying new rules, which is funny. I bought this game and still haven't played it. And now since Blizzard's doing this bad stuff, I was like, damn it! I missed my <laughs> chance. Yep. Missed my chance. Can't uh, get back now, Dominic. Can't <laughs> get back. Here at last, Guns on Cows. It's about damn time. I've been waiting for that forever. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the hell that's about. I don't know what what is this. I don't know what this is about. But anyway, oh, win a $3,700 Digital Storm PC plus every Val game ever. Oh. Man, that usually costs you like $20 on a Steam <laughs> Yeah. Sale. Ten huge MMOs go free to play. And how many of those are left? <laughs> all right two what we got here we got the last one for 2011 i got here's the tindle power oh yeah kirby's on the top i mean on the front well they're all stacking on each other and you got kirby bass attack and kirby's return to dreamland i don't remember mass attack i i remember it being a thing but i don't remember what it is at all yeah i It was it's a the Kirby. Uh, it's a lemming style. Okay, game. so that's why there's a lot of Kirby's. It's a lemming style yeah. platform game, which in the Kirby series and was published on Nintendo. Blah blah blah. It is the fourth and last Kirby game to be released for the for the DS. Oh, it came to the DS. Okay, Kirby's had a lot of weird games. They've done a lot of different style things. Yeah, they have. It got rated pretty good. We got A3 of Metacritic. Uh, Destructor gave it 9.5. Nice. Uh, this is a Nintendo game, Dominic. Nintendo pays for the big bucks. And 1up.com, when that was still a thing, they gave it an 8 minus. Game Trails get an 8.1. IGN 8.5. What game before it gave it? 8.5. Yeah, it's got some decent scores. Nintendo Power gave it an 8. I'm surprised. How somebody gave it a higher than, than the own it's magazine? Nintendo Power can't be bought, Dominic. <laughs> All right. So that is it for 2011. Now we're going to 2001, 
Let's look at this cover here. We got Electronic Gaming Monthly had Final Fantasy X on the front. And the art, which I'm going to look up right now because I wrote it down. Hold on. <laughs> what I write it down? At? Satoru Hosonaga. And because he does a lot of art for Final Fantasy games, like this type of art right here. Like he did that for yeah. one, two, and three. I believe it's always the art that fools me, Dominic. I'm like, man, this game's going to be beautiful. And then I see it and it looks like Final Fantasy VII. And I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, actually, this art always turned me off for some reason. I mean, when I was <laughs> when I was younger, now I, I appreciate yeah. it more. But I was younger. I was like, I don't like what the hell this looked like. What the hell? Uh, but no. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's got the fancy art. And the thing is, I've never seen this art style. I've never seen it. Uh, the Final Fantasy X art style like this. Mm-hmm. Um, with it, this is actually the first time I've seen this. This one limited edition cover. Um, yeah, it looks nice. Yeah, and I definitely cannot wait for this game. This is like my favorite Final Fantasy game for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, until I appreciate it nine more, and then I like that one better. Now I like that one still the best. All right, so what else we got here, Dan? We got Nintendo Power. They have oh. Mario Kart Super Circuit on the front. I remember this one. I had that one. One of the best Mario Kart games for the handheld. I think what was what is the best handheld Mario Kart game? Is is it seven? Do people say seven or did it say Super Circuit still? I, you could probably say seven. I, I have a lot of nostalgia for Super Circuit. Like, and I, I spent a lot more time with that because of where I was in my life. Yeah, you know, I was a kid with a Game Boy. Um, but yeah, I mean they're they're probably one, two, A and B right there. Yep, it says also Nintendo GameCube hits. You know, GameCube's coming out. Mm-hmm. And advanced strategies, uh I don't feel like going through them. There they are. Uh N sixty four specials. Tony Hawk Sports Skater two, Bat NFL yeah. two thousand two. Those are the last <laughs> few N sixty four games. Yep. And Gay Boy Color Extras, Tomb Raider, Curse of the Curse of the Sword, Dragon Warrior Monsters 2, which is, I believe, it's like the Pokemon of Dragon Warriors game. All right. Yeah. All right. PlayStation Magazine. And we have The Rock up here. Look oh, at yeah. this. Just bring it. Buy this magazine, Jabroni. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, WF on PS2. Oh, so they have Honor. Onimushu 2, which is funny. They already have that. Capcom builds a super sequel. The game just came out the same that year. Just months ago. <laughs> yeah. Also, Tekken yeah. 4 Overload, 16 new screens and game secrets. You got 40 exclusive screens, tables, and let la- Oh, this is for Just Bring It. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Yeah, I thought that was a big deal. Fight in the crowd. Thought that was a big deal, mm-hmm. too. Smack Michael Cole. Yes. You always want to do that. that. The biggest. <laughs> Man, I just said this game just did not turn out as good as I thought it would. PS2 Online revealed the games you'll be dying to play on the internet. Mm, I did not crazy. ever. I never did it. I never played a PS2 game online. Resident Evil Code Veronica. Yep, this is when it was coming over. I was like, yay, I finally get to play, have the potential to play it. And I never did. I <laughs> Plus, NBA Street. Yep, the best NBA arcade yeah. game. In my opinion, SSX Tricky, Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what Star Trek that is. Crash, 
Test Drive, Off-Road, Gundam, Spy Hunter, Deus Ex, Eco, NCAA Football, and more. Man, NCAA that football. just sounds like one of our YouTube tags. It's like, this game name, this game name, <laughs> Gundam, Gundam what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so our next magazine is Game Pro. And on this cover is Soul Weaver and Blood Omen 2 Man. for the PS2. These are the games that Bring I think you regret that we never got our hands on, just never played. Uh, because Definitely Soul Reaver. Blood Omen, like, one, the first one that was, like, a oh, top-down oh, oh, guy. That looked crappy. Yeah, my my buddy played it all the time. Like, he was super into it, but I, I didn't like that style of game at the time. I mean, I still really don't, but, like, Soul Reaver always looked super cool to me. Yeah, I and I used to read in magazines how it was okay, but I was like, I, I don't know. If it ain't... The nine or ten, I ain't, I don't know. <laughs> well, I got so much money here. Come on. But they have those games on front, and you also have look at this: the Game Boy Advance Super Street Fighter Two mm-hmm. on it. Uh, also, Final Fight One and Wario Land. Also, talk about Shinmu Two, Onimusha Two. Man, NFL 2002, a lot of twos right here. Final Fantasy Chronicles, <laughs> Armor Core 2. Look at that, man. Oh, another age. Yeah. Scorching must-have PlayStation games. Silent Hill 2. I actually play a little bit of this. Very little. I saw the first monster, and then I stopped. Typhoon <laughs> Filter 3. I never played 2 or 3. I did like 1, oh, okay. even though I hated the part when you actually had to do sneaking. That was the worst mm. part for me. Luckily, there was a code for level skip, so I got to skip that one. <laughs> there you go. Oh, and the Spider-Man game. Spider-Man the movie game, I think. Yeah. That's yeah. what it looks like. Yeah. But I was really, I was definitely waiting for this game because I was like, man, this looks so real. And I think my friend got it, and I was like, ah, it's all right. I, I don't know. I just wasn't into that one. Not until 2. 2, uh, two I got. All right, so uh, so I can finally get to Game Informer now. And on the cover, I had this cover. I mean, I had this. Well, I had the cover, but I had this magazine. It's with Devil May Cry on the front, Dante holding double wielding some pistols. Yep. And yeah, I couldn't wait for this game. When I found out like what kind of game it was, I was like, oh yeah, this game looks. It could be awesome. Dante turns the tables on survival horror. It's not. I don't know why they call it survival horror. I think it's just because of its ties to Resident Evil originally, like turns the tables on it. So really it's not anymore. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Okay. It's gotta be. Yeah. Because I mean, it still, it plays, I mean, it doesn't play like Resident Evil, but it still has that fixed camera like Resident Evil does. Mm -hmm. But thing is anything. I mean, I remember they, some magazines, now I don't know them, but some magazines even called Survival Horror, Survival Horror when it came out. And I'm like, yo, you're not... Survival Horror, it's the keyword survival. Like, you have limited right. resources. <laughs> I did not... There were infinite bullets in these guns. I did not have limited resources. And the pistols is infinite bullets. So, yeah. I'm like, there's no limited resources. Actually, I'm going to be honest with you, Daniel. I think all the guns were infinite ammo. Really? I think did I pick up ammo for the other guns? I don't think so. But yeah, and I had a sword. Like I was going after enemies. This wasn't me running away from anybody. 
Oh yeah, surprising ties to Resident Evil 4. Oh, I guess they got to talk about how it came from that. Complete strategy yeah. guide, first review. Oh, they got oh everything. They got the review and stuff in here. Uh, have games gone too far? He got bought race the government versus gamer debate. Hmm. They heard about that game you played earlier, that anime <laughs> one. Space World 2001, Daniel. Oh, Mario and Zelda were built for the GameCube. That was the fucking year. We finally saw a Zelda that wasn't Zelda. Uh, yeah. And then we didn't didn't get it. People were so or no, that was before that was before Zelda, right? That was Oh no, Zelda. Yeah. It's before Zelda. I think we still see yeah. the, the so good looking Zelda. That and we were like, oh my god, and then we got Zelda and then we had to get Twilight Princess as a counterbalance to that. Yeah. Which in which thing is I like this. I love that look. When I first saw that Zelda was gonna look like that, so I'm like, God, oh, it's just like a a cartoon. This looks so yeah. cool. I didn't know. I didn't know people hated because this is. Bef- well, it's not before the internet, but I was on forums. I didn't get on forums yeah. in that time, so I didn't know how people thought of this game. And then as time went on, I now learned that people didn't really like it because it was the art style. I was like, "What? That was the reason why I did get it." Mm-hmm. All right, Mortal Kombat Five. I did have this game. Vitaly scored with exclusive shots. I wish I didn't play as much as I. Thought I and then he grabbed me and I play as much as I wanted to, and I think I ended up giving it to GameStop or something, traded in. Mm. But now I'm like, I want to try these games out, but they look so terrible now. I wish it was up a way to update the <laughs> graphics. I'm gonna try these games out again. Four is definitely one, or five is the one, the one that definitely brought me back in after four. Kind of was like, oh, why See, four, in this series? I. I'd never really seen four. That's the thing. It was like three and then the five. So I didn't mm. even know four went that like kind of 3D-ish wild or whatever. Like I didn't yeah. know what the hell that was. All right. So also Harry Potter, EA enrolls in Hogwarts. This is when they get, they got the license. School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. They made horrible games. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now I got some covers for 30 years ago, Daniel. Well, actually, I think it's just one. Yeah, I think it's just one big one. I got a cover for 30 years ago. From Electronic Gaming Monthly. And we have Sega's hottest new system, Daniel. Genesis CD-ROM. Coven, we got the preview of the CD-ROM. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God, I got to get this. And my first time I got it because it's too expensive. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, because I I really wanted it, but now I don't regret my parents getting it. I actually would have been disappointed because yeah, Sonic looked the same to me <laughs> on CD Raw, <laughs> even though it technically looked better. But my eyes could not see that. I could not see it looking yeah. better than the one I already had. And then it didn't have tails. It was basic Sonic, mm. and there was no tails to Sonic CD. So I was like, wait a minute, why is tails not here? So I would have been, yeah, I would have been pissed. Um, the only game I really won on Sega CD was really Beamish. Like, that's the game mm. I saw. I was like, ah, I want that game. But hey, I got it on PC. My dad got it for me. So I was like, oh, oh, CD-ROM. I didn't, I thought that was just a Sega thing. <laughs> that's what I thought. I thought it was a Sega thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's on a PC they too. They invented the CD. <laughs> yeah. All right. So also they got Nintendo Special. Super Bases Loaded. Oh, man. Trog. What is that? Um, Shatterhand 
I guess it's Game Boy Simpsons. I guess that's the GB stand for. That's what I wondered. EDF, I think, is Earth Defense Force. This, damn, that's an early Earth Defense Force. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Super Spy Hunter. Good God. Uh, Game Boy Blades of Steel. Also, 16-bit blowout. Shining in the Darkness. Arxis Odyssey. Shining in the Darkness. That sounds familiar. Is What is that? Is that an RPG? I, I, I don't know. I feel like I've seen that before. Oh. Uh, there are some shiny. Used to be shining games, but I don't know if that's the same thing. Raiden, Raiden. What's Raiden? I I feel like I know that. Isn't that the uh, one of the ninjas? I feel like that is. I think that's one of the ninjas. Or wait, Raiden. No, huh. that's a shooter. Raiden. That's a hell. Like a bullet hell shooter or something like that. Huh. Because they got. Of course, right. all it gives me is Raiden. <laughs> oh, is it that? There's like wish. Raiden two. They got different. It's a whole whole lot of Raidens. Yeah. Why they name it that way? That look. Uh, I remember that game now, but why did they put the dash in there? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that game with the dash anywhere. Arxis Odyssey, Saint Sword. Don't know what that is. NHL Hockey. Parasol Stars, Speedball 2. Bam, all these games, I don't even fucking know. What the hell are these? Parasol Stars. Um, Just beating people up with umbrellas. Also, bonus bonus inserts for TurboGrafx-16 and Altered Space. Okay. And, yeah. Oh, wait. What is the exclusive look at Sonic the Bulldog? What What is Sonic the Bulldog? What the hell is that? Probably nothing. Because I never heard that in my life. I, mean, I, I typed in Sonic Bulldog, and I all I see is like a bulldog with Sonic costume on. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> so there is one cover I forgot. It's like a Game Informer cover. This is the first the first Game Informer. Hmm, I'm sorry. The first Game Informer came out ten um, thirty years ago. Let me get to it. I forgot to put it up. Oh, so this is the very first one, huh? Yep. Actually, it came that out makes in sense. August, but, oh, okay. you know, it's fall. I mean, I guess technically right. all these magazines come out a month before we really say it, but, you know, uh, mm. that's just how the magazines are. All right, so, I mean, a month after. Well, no, a month before. I'm going to say that right. Okay. Yeah, a month before. So, Game Informer had their first cover, which was Sonic on the foot. I had this cover. I mean, I said, I keep saying cover. I had this magazine, <laughs> and... Because I remember, I think my dad, we went to Game, game well, it was even GameStop, Funko Land. And they Funko had Land. those. Yeah. Nice. They had those for free. I mean, that, that, I don't think you had to pay for this. I think it was just free when you went in there. But what they got up here, they got Sizzling Hot pre release reviews inside, Decap Attack, Micro Machines, NHL Hockey. Oh, Micro Machines video game. There micro we go. Machines, yeah. <laughs> game Genie Controversy. What? Oh man! Even back then, Dominic. They oh, they were saying okay. Yeah, who gives a damn? Uh, best bets to keep to keeping equipment clean. Oh yeah, I needed that for my Nintendo. Super Sonic tips throughout this issue. Okay. Also, they got ghoulish scenes from Decap Attack and body slamming action on Angel Hockey. Okay. What's new for the fall? Screen previews inside. 
Funko, the best way to increase your video game library. Yeah, Funko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just buy more. Wait a minute. Did, did it just not call it Funko Land? Did this call it Funko at the time? No, they're talking about Funko Pops. Though. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they knew the future. Yeah, they did. <laughs> All right. So that is it for the flashback segment. So I guess we'll take a break. And when we get back, into the gaming news. Let's get into the gaming news. What we got, Dan? All right, Dominic. News out of Blizzard is that McCree is going to lose his name. You know, we had when this whole situation started going down, I kind of mentioned the idea of that, and it seemed kind of absurd at the time. But here we are. <laughs> they they've they've released a press release saying stating their intention to change McCree's name. Currently, it doesn't seem like they have a new one lined up yet but how do you feel about overwatch cowboy character number one yeah that'll be a good name i do yeah yeah, do what the washington team did you know getting rid of the redskins uh because you do have overwatch cowboy character number two which is the woman although i guess she would be cowgirl character i don't know how that works okay so everybody can be a cowboy right (laughs) yeah it's i mean i understand why they did it Though, I mean, I don't, if they kept it, I don't think it would have been a big deal. I, I really don't. But but to show some goodwill, like they're trying to change, yeah. I guess this is a good step. This is a good step. Like, this ain't something I'm, a hill I'm going to die on. Like, I don't care that much about McCree. And, but, and also, it's a video game. So, it's like, eh, if you want to change the name, go ahead. I mean, it's not, yeah. I'm not too attached to this. And, nor probably shouldn't be because it hasn't been been that out. I think Overwatch is still. I mean, it's been out for a bit, but not that long. Like to be like, oh, this is just a staple in history. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Big I mean, it definitely seems like they've learned their lesson now from naming characters after people in their company. It sounds like they had also also done this on a smaller scale with some like NPCs and some weapon names in yeah. World of Warcraft already. So it sounded like they were kind of on this trajectory and McCree being kind of one of the biggest, biggest names there. It makes sense. So, yeah, I yeah, support them in that endeavor. Just don't name things after. Yeah. Just don't name things. <laughs> just don't name, make yeah. words, <laughs> make <laughs> words up. Yeah. So that's, that's unfortunate for McCree fans, but I'm sure he'll get some cool cowboy name and everybody will be happy again. So, yeah, Overwatch. Overwatch 2 is still a thing, Dominic, maybe. Ace Attorney did with Sherlock Holmes when they call it Herlock. Holmes <laughs> call it, uh... Oh, that doesn't work with Eastwood. I don't know how you would even say that, putting the E where the C is. Mm. That is not a word. <laughs> it's like you can't, you can't, really, you can't really pronounce it. Elent. Elent. Crestwood. Elliot. Yeah, I was going to say Elliot Christwood. 
I like that idea kiss, though. Kiss wood. Yeah, that's it's a, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how they feel about Clint Eastwood right now. So. Oh yeah, yeah. He's dead. Have we officially canceled him yet? Well, hold if on. Not, can we? You, well, not maybe not Clint Eastwood, but maybe one of his characters. Um, in his movies. What was it? Well, name? he could just McCree could just be the man with no name. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. very fitting, don't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah. A little long, but you could call them like M W. They do have a. Whatever. I think somebody says the story is that's not his real name anyway. He has a real name. Oh, okay, but there, I think there's a reason why he won't say his real name. So I don't, I don't think you want to call it that. Right. Or they just make a story about how now he's fine with it because he's come to terms with himself and something. I don't know. I believe they've got some uh, creativity in them to figure this out. It's not not that hard problem to solve. No. They'll figure it out. The second game's not even out yet. It's been one game that he's been named McCree. They can change it. It'll be fine. So it's just it's just kind of funny What's your that daughter we got saying to that point. Uh, she's saying, "Finish up that podcast and get out here." All right. So as we go, all right. So. We got uh, Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad, Dominic. We're going to see some more of those games at the DC Fandome coming up in October on the 16th. So I'm excited about that. I definitely want to see more of both of those games. Uh, Suicide Squad, I'm very intrigued by what they're doing as far as like, is that going to be a focused multiplayer kind of thing? Or are we talking like maybe that's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy style thing where... You've always got people with you, but in reality, it's just you know, just a just a single player game. Yeah, we just as much some gameplay because the other game we actually did yeah. see some gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I still want to see more though. But yeah, two of us. I just want to know what kind of game it is. Yep, I just want to kill Superman, Dominic. Let's see That's what I'm going to do to kill Superman. Are they going to make it so that you do kill Superman, or because the Superman- night bullet, Dominic? I just want to know. Because Superman looked like he killed somebody in that trail, and I'm like, that man. Yes, he does. Maybe it's better to kill him because he can't live with himself. Don't <laughs> he kill people? It's always better to kill. <laughs> I, I mean, I wonder if maybe it's like somehow tied to like the injustice, justice world. Excuse me. Ah, I mean, yeah. they're doing like the movies and everything, right? So it could be another timeline. The movie. Yeah, there's another timeline. So, so, yep. DC loves you know their multiverse stuff. So absolutely. Everybody like loves multiverse. Man, I mean, about exactly. everybody as in Marvel and DC. <laughs> Anybody that wants to ever retcon something loves having a multiverse. All right, Dominic. Also coming soon. We got Judge Dredd coming to Call of Duty. What do you think? You're big Judge Dredd fan. I mean, that's cool. I mean, I like Judge Dredd. You know, Stallone. I never seen the newest mm. one. I am below. I mean, I used to like. I mean, I think I seen it couple years back i'll be mean, for the time you know that's the type of movie you know it's just this yeah hokey and, action movie yeah exactly Still fun so i mean i think that's cool um they have probably call of duty i just want to know what so they only can see you because it's first person right so are right. you the cat you just that character are, but they can at least have you say something as you shoot somebody and say, "Oh, like he." Yeah, I, they usually have uh, voice lines, and oh, okay. stuff like that with the characters as well. Yeah, <laughs> yep. 
And uh, yeah, I mean, it's fitting for what they've been doing with that. You know, Die Hard, they've got that. And they've been doing a lot of like 80s stuff. So it makes a lot of sense. I forget that there's a Call of Duty come out this year. I just keep thinking about Warzone. Like, it's just seems like, <laughs> I just feel like they could just stop. Post on that for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they probably could. I, I, because I just wonder where it's standing next to like Apex Legends and... I mean, Fortnite, I guess. We know it's below Fortnite. Is it? Is Call of Duty doing better than Apex Legends? That's a good question. Like it probably is, right? Because cause I want to know, like, the player base. Like, are the player base really playing a lot of Warzone, or are they playing the main game, Call of Duty, multiplayer? Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, because it's weird to think that, yeah, you're you're kind of competing with yourself in a way that Fortnite does not. Like, you could say... There was the build the world or save the universe or whatever mode, but nobody ever played that for Fortnite. It was they always let me about that. I made it free. Fortnite. Yeah, like I said, it was <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. Once they started realizing they were making money off the other one, they they did not care about that thing ever. Yeah. All right, Dominic, and some other news. We got Lance Barr, who was one of the guys that helped design the. American NES. I mean, yes. I guess it's only NES in America because yeah. it was the Famicom oh, in Japan. Yes, yeah, stupid. stupid. You know, name. making it look like a VCR. Uh, he also helped with things like the Wii Nunchuck and the Super Nintendo. He's leaving the company after 39 years. So it sounds like, you know, good career spent, some good products that came out of that. Yeah, yeah 39 I years? Nintendo's. I mean, like, how old is he? Let's like, see. It's probably like retirement age. As he started when he was one. <laughs> see, da, 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 da. of course that doesn't have it. Should have just typed in age like it tried to suggest to me, Dominic. I can look at his LinkedIn. Hook up with him, be like, "Yo, what do you want to do? Can you get me a job at Nintendo? Can you get me your job at Nintendo?" Yeah, the, the the look of the Nintendo looks really good. I mean, I do like it better than the Famicom. It's not American mm. bias. It just does. It just looks better. Yeah. I mean, it looked a lot more like what we expected electronics to look like at yeah. the time. Like, it very much looked like a VCR. Exactly. I mean, even even to the point of putting the cartridge in the front. Not know, like a, a toy for game. Like, like, like for kids. A t- toy for kids, yeah. I should say. Yeah. It's not something like, oh, it was something that can just sit. Yeah, like you said, like did a TV and actually... Looks like he belongs there. Yeah. Yeah, I cannot find his age. But yeah, I would imagine he is into retirement age. So, yeah. Yeah, because I, yeah, I wonder if 40 year career, I think. Yeah, exactly. I, I wonder is like, hey, this is like him just stopping and retire or him moving on to something else. I, I don't know. Oh, he's going to turn up at a rival company, Dominic. We're going to get Sony's new uh, PS5 redesign coming from. From Mr. Barr here, and it's going to kick off the the console wars all Hell over yeah. again. <laughs> it's going to be like WWE and AEW. So what's going on with the chip shortage, the um, Dan? Is is there uh, is it getting better or is it just the same or worse? I think it's actually getting worse because like the some of the companies that did have kind of like a backlog of them are now starting to run out of them. I just saw there was an article about Toshiba. Basically saying that the chip shortage for the Xbox Series X and PS5s 
could limit those consoles and availability all the way into 2023. And I heard about so, the, yeah, that's right. I did see that. And then I heard, was it Ford or? Mm-hmm, yep. Yeah. That, that they shut their stalling some places for some weeks. Yeah. I mean, there are, there are places where they're, they've literally built the cars and are just waiting for like the chips. Yeah. So they've just got them like parked in parking lots and you just see these seas of new vehicles that can't be delivered until they, they get those chips. It's, it's really wild right now. And yeah, yeah, unfortunately it doesn't sound like it's getting any better at the moment. So it's, it's really one of those things where it wasn't just COVID. It was like also like all these logistics things and, and just everything coming together at, at this one really bad point. So it, it's and crazy. This, it's a, and it's appreciative that Microsoft is doing Game Pass this way. Like, I would not be playing any of these games if they did something like, oh, no, all the games going to be only for Xbox Series X or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't play these games because then I, even if I could get one, and as I choose to get one, I was like, Psh. How? Like, how am I going to get one? I mean, damn, I I don't want to go through that. I don't want to go through, like, waiting lines or keep calling or keep looking. I don't want to keep doing that. That's not fun to me. I just want to go and buy, you know? So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I like, so it's cool that Microsoft's doing that. And, hell, Nintendo's not doing a new console, so maybe that, or or they hold it off maybe because of the chip short. I don't know. They they could maybe they're holding it off because, like, Hey, we're not going to ha- be able to make enough. So very possible, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if they've already got the current chips for the Switch lined up, then you know it, it makes sense that you just throw a new screen upgrade in there, which you're not you're not seeing like the same limit on screens right now. Whereas if they were trying to develop a whole new chip and and get that produced, they might be at the end of yeah, exactly. whatever line you know waiting line, whatever queue. So yeah. But it's, it, since you mentioned that, I'm going to bring up this news. I'm going to skip to this news real quick. All right. Horizon. They Sony came out and showed off all the pre-order stuff. There's going to be deluxe editions and digital deluxe editions and yeah. all that stuff. But along with that came out the news that they were going to not have any free upgrade path for people who owned the PS4 or bought the PS4 version because it's not out yet to get the PS5 version, which... Uh, Ryan had originally come out and said they were going to do that. Um, so part of me wonders if they just did that to see if they could get away with it because they've now since backtracked and said for this game, there will be an upgrade path. So essentially like anybody in the know should buy the PS4 version and then upgrade to the PS5 version for free. And then you just have both versions. You know, not that it really matters, but yeah. you get it for ten dollars cheaper, right? Because the PS5 version of the game is seventy dollars, whereas the PS4 version is sixty dollars. Um, and that got me to thinking because they did they backtracked on it and they announced that going forward, any game coming from a first party like a God of War or a Gran Turismo Seven would have a ten dollar upgrade fee, which makes sense if you say that up front because you are charging $60 versus $70. But also why are we charging $70? Because here I was, I was like, okay, is this, this is just the new next gen price, right? Yeah. But halo infinite is $60 Dominic. 
Mm. Not to mention Game Pass, but I actually looked to see like how much if I just wanted to pre-order Halo Infinite. How right about now. Forza Forza Six? Forza I mean Forza Horizon Five. I have to look that one up. Let's see. Forza Horizon. Standard edition is sixty dollars. Comes with the Xbox Series X and Xbox One versions because they're basically the same. And that's speaks to the fundamental difference between the way Microsoft has been handling these two different generations and Sony. Sony very much at the beginning of this said, hey, we've got two different products here. We want to keep them that way. But then they backpedaled on that. They, so did. they didn't really have a good footing on it. They were like, hey, our next generation games are going to be next generation games. And then it turns out God of War is coming to both and Horizon is coming to both. And, you know, it, it makes them look stupid. And then it makes them look even stupider when they're trying to charge $10 more for the PS5 version of the same exact game. Meanwhile, Microsoft's over here just going, oh, yeah, you just buy the game at $60 and you can play it wherever you want. I don't care. Sony is it's being a little too greedy now. I mean, look, I know companies do make money, but this is just out of whack. Like, just make it by you're not really giving us a good reason why this is $10 more. Because just be yeah. saying, oh, it's better graphically. Yo, PC games don't. Is <laughs> this you just you just a PC basically? You just like a PC, just yeah. that. Oh, you're like the graph, like me buying a new graphics card processor and things of that nature. That's that's what I did. That's I bought your console. Like the game shouldn't cost more. Like why does this game cost more than the last one? It should have make it. it I can't believe that. It Honestly, makes that much if they difference. had any balls and they wanted to go through with this, they would just say, hey, these games that are coming out cross-generation are $70 on the PS4, and you can upgrade, you can play them on the PS5 as well. Like, if they want to go that route of changing the new game price to $70, they should just stick with it with the PS4 as well and say, hey, if you want Horizon, this is a next-gen experience. We dumbed it down for your stupid console. I mean, obviously, you don't want to say that, but, you know, we built this with the intention of it being a next generation console. We are also making it available in not the highest fidelity for you guys, but as such, it's going to be a $70 game because that's how much it costs to make games nowadays. But they're not willing to do that, and they're getting themselves in even, in my opinion, probably even bigger trouble by trying to dance that line. They already showed me that these games, like y'all would, y'all would try and get away with making these games exclusive when they didn't have to be. Like I think y'all would, they yeah. were definitely trying to get away with that shit. Like if there was not probably the chip shortage or they had or COVID and they had these consoles just ready out there like regularly selling, I think they would have had like oh Verizon Forbidden West and God of War, the new God of War and GT Seven. They're exclusive to PS5. And people would have said nothing. They're like, oh, yeah, they couldn't possibly be played on PS4. These are just too powerful. Now you're telling me, now I'm glad this came out because it shows like, this is bull. These games <laughs> can be played PS4. They just make, they were just trying to make it PS5 exclusive and make it sound like, oh, this power is so strong um, that they can only be played here. And it's not true. It's just, it looks better there. It plays better there, like it loads better and everything. 
be just like how if you upgraded your PC. It, it's not like it can only be made there. This is not yeah. like this generation is not like previous generations where it comes down like, man, the architecture is just so different that you're you're basically uh, have to make uh, like get a whole, whole new engine and everything. I mean, to, to for these games, like it's it's not going to be the same. Well, it's it's not like that anymore, and I feel like, and some people they they make an excuse for this uh, for, for places they like they always use the excuse of like how I used to be, and I hate that excuse. It's so stupid. Like just because it was like that before, it should continue to be like that. What what sense does that make? It was a progress. Like now we're at the point where it's not like that. Like so, like look, I'm buying your game. I'm still in your ecosystem. So so what? Like I want. I got um for Horizon Forbidden West. I pay sixty dollars for it. Eventually, I'm gonna get a PS Five. I'm gonna be part of your ecosystem. So what's the big deal? Like why can't I just be free to upgrade? Uh, because. Yeah. I'm more likely to buy DLC if I'm like, oh, I'm going to revisit this game because now I can play it on the PS5 and it looks prettier. Yeah. I'm going to go back to the game now. Yeah, that's horrible. Like, this definitely makes it... I mean, I'm happy um, because both of these systems now... Now is not where... I'm at the point where at first I was thinking like, man, I really wish I had like one of these next-gen systems... Because I want to play these games, Xbox made it easier. Because like, oh, good, I can still play on PC, and now with Game Pass, cloud streaming working pretty well. Even though you can't play everything up there, but at least I have yeah. choices. You know, I have something. This it may be a game I want to play and I can't play, but hey, there's probably a game on Game Pass that can keep me. Like, hey, I'll, I want to play this game though. So whatever, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll keep me interested. It keeps me busy. While, like in PlayStation. At first, I was thinking, I was feeling like, man, I, I can't play none of these games unless a PS5, so I kind of really want this. But now that I'm seeing this on PS4, I'm like, oh, good. I don't have to rush to get the system. Uh, like, I don't have to really think about getting it no time soon. Like, it's, I can play these games now. But it kind of pisses me off because, man, y'all made it sound like I couldn't. <laughs> that made it look like I I couldn't play it on the ps4 all right dominic we're gonna jump back now to some of the nintendo news we got a new big brain academy game announced brain versus brain that's coming out december 3rd 2021 i thought that was funny because i'd mentioned that last week in regards to having like the sudoku stuff in the 3d uh, in the ds version now this one looks like it's kind of more focused on multiplayer and it seems like you can have some like asynchronous stuff leaderboards and everything like that but the trailer very heavily focuses on in-person competition and that's just not really what i'm looking for in my big brain academy game you know oh okay um i never played big brain academy i mean it seemed like a cool game you know little brain teasers and do stuff like that Mm -hmm. because i know my old man um, he does it's something on his phone he does like it has little quizzes and things like that he just oh, okay. plays with just keep yourself sharp yeah exactly uh, yeah. so I can see I see the interest in that I definitely see the interest mm-hmm. Um, absolutely but yeah I I just like it yeah I mean if there's like an added thing with the multiplayer like that's just an added bonus but I 
preferred just the way it was, like the way I saw it was just yeah. You doing like single player? Just mm. hopefully, if this one sells, I'll maybe do another one like that. So I guess that was also like so it has to be Brain so wait, Academy. Wait, so wait a minute. So if they say it's like is is it all going to be multiplayer? It just seems like based on the trailer that that's the focus of their okay. their thing. It, it's not necessarily that that's going to be the only thing you can do in there. I mean, they they showed the woman playing some single player stuff, but I'd like a more single player focused thing of just brain training stuff. And I think that's maybe where the, like the discrepancy is because back in the day, the one I was playing was like big brain or brain training Academy or something like that. And then there was also big brain Academy, which I don't know that I ever played that version of it. So maybe it's just, you know, the difference between those things and I'm not remembering correctly, but we'll see. I teased this a little bit earlier, Dominic, but apparently there are rumors that game boy and game boy color games will be coming to the Nintendo online service relatively soon. Now, I wish there was also talk of Game Boy Advance games. That's when you really start getting into the ones Hell that yeah. I would like to see, especially like the ones that I just listed off from the Ambassador program. All those fucking hits. Give me the Metroid Fusions. Give me the Metroid Zero Missions. Give me stuff like that. Super, Like I said, Super Mario Kart, Super Circuit. That'd be fucking great. Um, but even Game Boy and Game Boy Color, there are some things that I wouldn't mind playing now. I was looking at a post on Reddit talking about this, and a lot of people were bringing up Pokemon. And honestly, outside of maybe Red and Blue, I could see them not putting any Pokemon games up as a part of this. You know, that that seems like the kind of thing that they would keep separate for a different kind of thing. I mean, we already had Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, which were basically remakes of those first games, but so maybe they already got their money out of them and maybe that's why I can see those more so than any of the other games. But I, I just don't trust Nintendo enough to, to give us that, that level of, of game, you know, without some kind of string attached to it. Yeah. So I hope, I hope this rumor is true and I hope we get more. I mean, absolutely. i more Super Nintendo games, more Game Boy game. Well, any Game Boy games, Game Boy Color games. Like, let's just get this thing back up to where the Virtual Console was, minus the additional cost per game. Like, come on, Nintendo. You're. You could even, and I don't want to say this because I'm. It's already on their minds. But if you gave us like that large a library, you can raise that price on Nintendo oh, Online yeah. service That's- to justify that. Easily. I mean, we've talked about it in the past, but just make that the Netflix or, you know, however you want to call it, the Game Pass at this point, essentially, of old Nintendo games. Let me have access to that library and, you know, go to town and you'll make me forget that I'm paying you monthly ASAP. (laughs) It'll just become one of those things that is a part of my life and... I could probably cancel out because I haven't played in a while, but also like, eh, it's just easier to not worry about it. And when I want to play it, I can play it. The way subscriptions go, Dominic, that's, that's what every company hopes for. It's just people forget that they're paying them. All right. So hopefully that turns out to be true. In some other news, Dominic, this is some positive news 
for for those of us that hate de novo but avengers is dropping it now and the kind of thing which is not surprising at all if you've followed any of the the past times that games have removed it uh players are reporting that there is some performance increase there that after this late, <laughs> latest crazy patch that this freaking program is just causing problems for games and they keep yeah. saying it don't they keep saying like no it, it doesn't like it does not affect the game and people keep proving them wrong yeah, and we're talking about people who legitimately paid for the game, too. We're not just saying that this game is causing, or this software is causing issues for people pirating games. No, it's it's legitimately hurting consumers who pay for this. And yeah, that's, that's, that's so that doesn't, Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Like, you hurt... <laughs> it doesn't make sense you hurt the people who pay for it suffer <laughs> because of... Like, they're suffering... And still giving you money. It doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Well, that's good. It's finally out of there and seems like a little too late at this point, but they did just release that Wakanda DLC. So maybe people are getting back into it and hopefully you can get a little bit of a second life for them. But I don't know, Dominic. Game just seems kind of dead in the water for the most part just waiting on spider-man that's that's when everybody's going to jump back into that game once spider-man comes out even the people that don't have playstations they're going to be like i want to play with my playstation friends and see spider-man does that game even no. have crossplay in it yeah so never mind but i want to know that my friends with playstations have spider-man so then i'll get back into the xbox version which is i think that's horrible too like why do why does this game have crossplay? That's it's fucking terrible, Dominic. It's terrible, especially now. Like, really, they should they should focus on making that a thing. As your player base shrinks, you should absolutely try and get crossplay in there to to keep that player base up enough to to keep that game alive. Because that's what that game is. It's a you know it's a live service game. You gotta you gotta have your player base if you want to keep it live servicing. Uh, speaking of mistakes that uh, game companies have made, Dominic CD Projekt Red on their latest financial call has now said that they can't guarantee that the PS5 and Xbox Series X versions of Cyberpunk 2077 are going to necessarily release this year. Is it is it just over for them? Should they just, <laughs> they just what cut is their going losses on? and move on with their lives? <laughs> I mean... Is it COVID? Is COVID the cause of it? It can't be helping, but also... I mean, I think it... Yeah, I think it... They were just in yeah, a bad spot to I mean, begin with, I think. They messed up. I mean, that's, it's all on them from what happened last year, the end of last year. It, it's all on them because... Mm, absolutely. You showed it off for the... I mean, you advertised it when there was the previous consoles, and... It came out horrible. Mm-hmm. It's basically you have to play the new, uh, have the new consoles to play it well, and they're still it's still not up to par what it possibly could be. It could be better than that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's like pe- for people who already got it and beat it. I mean, I mean, unless you that type of person say, okay, I'm going to go back. I don't know how many. I don't think most people don't. And. 
yeah, it's like this really feels like this game hasn't really released. Like this was early access. <laughs> I feel like this is this is basically. I yeah, mean, people you can argue that access. a lot of these games are early access. Uh, so because the way games change now, but unfortunately, yeah, that's I think that's where we at now, almost in this game industry. But the AAA games, anyway, these games are early access, and you are just testing them out. You're gonna complain what's wrong with them. They're gonna fix it. So the person, when a person finally gets it, a whole lot cheaper than you did, and then they get the better <laughs> game. Like someone who got like No Man's Sky or something like that. Like, yep. if you got when it first came out. They're still, still updating. updating. It's crazy to me, which is good, but also that crazy. Yeah, me going to No Man's Sky is going to be look totally different. What the hell I did when I first played that game, and it sounds like this is the game I thought it was, and more now. And uh, yeah, Cyberpunk. I mean, this is my most anticipated game last year. Like, I cannot wait and. Wow, how that just fell. Like, I'm not, I don't even, yeah. like, I'm at the point where I just don't care. It's like, hey, I'll just wait till whatever, next year, I guess, or even years mm-hmm. down the line, I say, I'll go back and get that Cyberpunk game that I never did play. That's how I feel about it now. Yeah. Damn, it's sad. Hmm. Could you see an instance where you would just never end up playing that game? Probably. Maybe. I mean, it all depends what comes out. Like, if something. The Witcher 3 remaster comes out, and you're like, oh, oh yeah. You know what? Oh, I definitely. Play this. I would definitely play Witcher <laughs> remaster. Yeah, Witcher 3 remaster? Yeah, I'll play that before this one. Because there is that. There is talk of that. that that's coming out also. The, the next gen, quote unquote. Because I keep PS5 thinking about just playing this series. one again. Yeah, what I have, I keep thinking like, hey, I want to go back and play this again. <laughs> I want to have sex on a unicorn again. <laughs> As we all wish to do. <laughs> yeah, so it's rough out here for CD Projekt Red, Dominic, but they did it to themselves. All right, did you see any other news you want to talk about before we get into our monthly games for gold and uh, PlayStation Plus reviews? No, nah, I think I'm good, man. All right, Dominic, for Games for Gold this month, we got Warhammer Crossbane, which is like a top-down Diablo-like yeah. looter guy. You got Mulaka. Warhammer has uh, quite a few of those. Yeah. <laughs> they just they just have every game genre, they have like 60 million versions <laughs> of that same game. Because then there's like Warhammer, and then there's Warhammer 40K versions of each. It's just insane. Uh, Mulaka, which uh, I've been looking into because that seems kind of interesting. It, it's, uh, I guess it's based on Aborigine stuff, like uh, the mythological stuff. Okay. It seems kind of cool, like a action-y game. And then we got Zone of the Enders HD Collection and Samurai oh, Showdown 2. That's interesting. Zone of the Enders HD Collection? Yeah. Okay. Cause I- Does that come with a Metal Gear demo? No. <laughs> but... Actually, I think about two. I did play two. I don't know if I beat two, but I know I played it. One I did mm. beat. But yeah, I would definitely. I've never man. tried any of those, so I'd be interested to see what what um the anime is fuck. What those games even play like? I mean, it's, 
Actually, I'm gonna say anime, but it's it's Hideo Kojima, and I don't know if things make sense. I, yeah, I'm curious to go back to this because I don't remember the story at all. Mm. All right. Oh uh, wait, a minute. Samurai Showdown. That's the fighting game, right? And yep. Yeah. What's the latest one that came out? Called? Uh, was that just Samurai Showdown? It wasn't three, right? Epic Games. Oh, that's the old one, right? Is that the old one? Or is this a new one? I don't know. I can't tell. I feel like it was just called Samurai Showdown for some reason. I don't know. It didn't look that great. I, like compared yeah, to the fight games. Yeah, it definitely is kind of. Yeah. But um, if people rather play that than Mortal Kombat at the freaking Evo, <laughs> it's just, it's just yeah. weird to me because Mortal Kombat is the best-selling fighting game in the world. Yep, and, and it, yeah, it is just like, oh, an Evo, nah, it's they don't want it, and it's like the meta is just not there, Dominic. Whatever that means, but I've heard fighting. People say that. Yeah, it's so weird. I was like, <laughs> I was like, y'all some anti-American bastards. You anti-American <laughs> bastards. Hate your goddamn country. But you going to support these Japanese games and can't support the American one. You want to be patriotic? You got to support Ed Boon. One is still doing it because there is no killer instinct. All right, Dominic, for PlayStation Plus, we got Overcooked All You Can Eat for the PS5, and then Hitman 2, the newest Hitman 2, and Predator Hunting Grounds for the PS4. Overcooked All You Can Eat, is that, is that a, like a latest one, or that's the first one? What was that? that is the collection that has all the stuff. Oh, well, that's, that is damn good. And yeah. Hitman 2, yeah, that's cool, too. Predator Hunting mm-hmm. Grounds, uh, I mean, hey, I guess it'll be like what Friday the 13th game. Hey, you get it for right. free and yeah. Yeah, you got more people playing because you got the free version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was, I I don't forget that that came, came out, but I forget that that game's still alive. Like, I feel like at some point we heard that they were shutting that down or something. Oh, I forgot to Even mention. it just came out last year. I did play some of that Alien Fire team. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't record anything think? though, but um, it's not that great. So I understand oh. why it's not okay. rated that high. It's I don't know. It just doesn't feel. It's not. I mean, it's some of the law for dead, but it's just not as good. Like it's back for blood. Even the, the back for blood. Like mm. it, the areas look the same. Like I was going through, and the aliens. Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't. There's something about it that just didn't grab me um, in that game. Like, hey, I I should pick it up for myself and play. Just wasn't feeling it. Hmm. It's unfortunate. Graphically, it didn't. Well, outside now. I mean, I played on my PC, so I don't know even the best graphics. It's not that impressive. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not the definitely not that impressive outside of the main game like when you're in the um in, at base talking people like the, oh, okay. the models the character models mm-hmm. kind of crappy Ooh. yeah i mean i guess that is kind of a discount game too right like it came out at 40 dollars oh, or shit. 50 I forgot, or that. I forgot about that 
Yeah, but still, it's disappointing, especially when there was kind of talk around it of like, hey, this is kind of going to be cool. I mean, I thought it looked cool at least. I mean, it looked, yeah, um, it's just, I, it does not give me that same feeling. Yeah. Hopefully one of the 70 million other ones that are coming out with a similar style yeah. gameplay will, will be good. All right, Dominic, you got anything else before we get into new releases this week? Uh, No. All right, we got new releases. We got Lake for the PC and Xbox One. That's the one that was kind of chill. I talked about during the game demo time where you're just a, a woman going back to her hometown and becoming a male person, and then you find yourself doing things other than delivering mail. You also have a Bravely Default 2 that's now out on the PC. You got WRC10 World Racing Championship. Some uh, right. off-road yeah, rally racing I see stuff. The, it's on ten now. Yeah, that's out on PC, PS4, Xbox, and PS5 and Xbox Series stuff. Big Rumble Boxing Creed Champions, Dominic, for the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. If you are into uh, into some boxing with Rocky, then you can check that out there. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, it's got Rocky and Creed and Apollo Creed and all the Avin Drago and all the all the Rocky people. Oh, Hulk Hogan! It's kind of cool that it's um maybe it has a Hulk Hogan uh, equivalent. I don't know. I didn't see him, but there's got to be more than like five characters. Yeah. Well, you would hope that there are more <laughs> than five characters, so there should be. Um, yeah, the medium came out on the PS5 this week. So anybody that was super excited for that hot uh, Xbox exclusive at the time, they can check that out now. And the big con, Dominic, that's now out on the PC, Xbox Series X, and Xbox One. That game looks pretty funky, funky fresh. That's the one that kind of looks like a like a '90s cartoon. I thought it was style thing on Game Pass. I was hoping it would be. It's one of those things that I feel like we always see as part of like Xbox's things where they're like 18 out of these 20 games are going to be on Game Pass. And then it turns out that this is one of the ones that isn't. Just like the lake. Just like the lake I thought was on Game Pass. Yeah. So I'm sure somewhere down the line it will come to Game Pass. It seems like the perfect kind of game for that. But it seems like it's getting pretty decent reviews, and I'm very much into the the style of it. It looks very cool. I wonder if the gameplay could hold my attention, though. It seems like a lot of just walking around, talking to people, and pickpocketing. And it sounds like it's not fully voice acted. So that that's something I miss. <laughs> I like when games are fully voice acted, Dominic. I'm lazy and I don't want to read anymore. I'm too old for reading. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So that is our new releases for the week. Dominic, you got anything else for the people? Uh, No. Um, Yeah, I'm good, man. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You can check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at DStalworth5. I'm at RegulusMB. 
podcast is at superpod, S-U-P-A-P-O-D, superpod.com is the website where you find all of our previous podcasts, as well as links to all the other places you can find us, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast, and iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music, Google, I don't even know what they're calling it anymore, Google Music, I think, Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Uh, yeah. Google I think podcast, it's like YouTube music now. Yeah. Yeah. They, they don't know what they're doing. And uh, yeah, Amazon Audible, Amazon Music, I think it is, is where it's at. So you can check us out all those places, wherever you like to subscribe to podcasts. And until next time, guys, see you later. All right, see you.